Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. What's up, y'all? Cecil West, Beyond the Harmony, beyondtheharmony.com. Back again, but not really back. Just in the middle of some kind of off-season kind of show with the one and only... Lippy. And this is whatever the fuck we're doing. We're here. We're not really live, but this is as close as it's getting. John, it's been bro. it's been a long time. Bro, what are you doing here, bro? Is Beyond the Harmony back? I it feels I was like, man, it feels like I uh feels like I haven't talked to John in a in a long time. Uh, just so everybody knows, me and John do talk off off of the show, but there there is something special about the show. Yeah, I mean, so we've been on a hiatus for I don't know, is it six months, nine months? How long has it been? Uh, it, it can't. It's it's only going to be six months. Let's see. I think we when was the the end of the season. We we did the end of season two. So we did that April. We did that April eighteenth. April. Wow, is that late, huh? I would not have yeah. guessed April. I would have thought February. So why were we gone for six months, and why are we still not back? And what the heck are we doing here? So the first well, uh, thing is is I'll let Cecil tell it. I mean, you you've been on a six month freaking life odyssey. Yeah, what you been up to? Yeah, well, and and you know this happened last year too, uh, and I explained last year we we went away. Uh, la- you know, last year I had some unfortunate family events mixed with the fact that I was doing my festival, and that really held me up. Uh, and then I said again, you know, this year that I was going to be back, I was going to do this fucking festival, and um, we we did the festival. In addition to doing the festival, uh, I I tour manage and i and i manage guys on my label so you know between doing shows with them and doing this this festival which is just like a fucking you know just a a a nightmare of things to do uh there was no feasible way for me to do beyond the harmony and take care of this festival uh and give my all to all of them and and you know i i think a break was and and may still be necessary you know you said what are we doing here and and what we're doing is uh you know i fucking uh i miss the show i miss the fans i miss the people i miss chopping it up but you know at the same time we we didn't want beyond the harmony to get stale and and it felt to me and and please correct me if i'm wrong lippy you know fans who whoever but it did feel to me um that it that it might have been getting to that that stale point at the end of the last season. In, in fact, we we called the last season a couple episodes early. So, um, so a lot a lot going on, a lot went on, a lot pulled me away from the situation. And uh, you know this this week I've just been like John, John, let's 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 fucking let's do a little beyond the harmony, John. E- even though I you know during my hiatus I've I've been like only into you know, the stuff that I'm working. So my job outside of this is, is also music. And I spend so much of my time listening to the, to the guys that I work with or the people that I'm booking that, you know, I haven't got any opportunity to like really listen to like, like bone like that. So I'm way the fuck out of the loop. I got no business even being here right now. Yeah. No, and it was a good thing that 
that you called it. Like, I didn't want to be the guy that said, hey, I need some time off, not because I was bored of bone or not because of anything like that. But I was super busy just as you were super busy. And the few times that people have reached out, like I got calls from Excel Beats and Brother Clay and other people, they got me at like the exact right moment where I had like 10 minutes to talk. And uh, yeah. I don't know how they time it perfect. And through those things, you know, it's kept, a li- I mean, it's not keeping the show fresh, but thankfully Brother Clay, you know, gave us some content along with D-Hawk and Excel Beats. And so we've had a little bit of something. Plus, you know, I went to the Bone Thugs and Harmony concert, Hard Rock Orlando. Um, that was a really good show. And and I, I think I uploaded like 16 videos. I thought I was only going to take like one or two, but it was going so good. I was like, man, I got to get more. I wish I had brought a better camera than just my cell phone. I thought I was just going to watch them. But once I started live streaming, I was like, man, it's going to be good to just release on the channel. And uh, so, and the best part about the show, I don't know if you've seen any of the clips, but the crowd responded the best to Lazy Bone Annihilation and Fleshbone's uh, Do You song or whatever it's called, You, you Smoking Doo Doo. Uh, those two had like the greatest reception, which is something I wanted to see because I was wondering, I'm like, Bone fans have got to be tired of hearing the same old playset. And we got to hear new, you know, new material performed that most people had never seen performed before. And the crowd responded well to that. Like they were like into it, like, whoa, it's something different. It's new. And then they even did Family Tree, which got the most views um, from people checking those daily uploads that I was doing. And and that made me happy too. Cause I remember when they were performing Family Tree, I was like, bro, this is cool, man. I always wanted to see this perform live. And somebody in the comments has such a good comment. They said, Crazy Bones verse belongs in a museum. And after I read that, I was like, (laughs) I was like, I got to go listen to this song again. And I mean, it's not like, like I hadn't heard Family Tree a gazillion times, but like with that said, like this belongs in the museum. I listened to it again and I was like, I didn't, I, I don't know if I fully appreciated how amazing that era of Bone was. You know, we always complain like they're just not doing it like they did anymore. But man, that verse by Crazy does belong in the museum. And we didn't know what we had while we had it. But it's kind of cool to be semi back with you, Cecil West. It's been excellent talking to you. And we got a lot to talk about anyway, because so much has happened in these six months. Yeah, I got to say, too, like John, Johnny kept the channel alive. I, I haven't I haven't contributed any anything that you see um, has been John. And like, I, I mean, I haven't even. None of the social media, I, I haven't been on social media at all. I just recently just logged in um, for the first time during this time you know, in anticipation of knowing that, uh, we, we, you know, that we were going to jump on and do some off season stuff. Uh, so this is the first time I've jumped on any of the social media. Uh, I haven't seen it, you know, what's going on. And, and, and I do apologize too. I see, I have quite a few messages. We have emails, I have Instagrams of people hitting us and, and why, why aren't you hitting me back? And it just, um, I, I, I truly, I truly haven't been on, I truly have been away. I've truly been on a fucking, hiatus and uh you know but but like i said i did miss it and we talked a lot about you know do doing a doing a show tonight and um i made sure that i got in a little bit of homework not i'm not even close to as caught up as i should be johnny um but i I made sure to cover a little bit of homework uh actually right around the time that i was I went away, uh, that things started to get busy for me. You had just sent me 
the annihilation copies in the mail and i have them i don't even know where the fuck i have them i like put them i i took them i put them somewhere and i don't even know where they are i gotta look around the house there there's there's three copies of annihilation and like a copy of mo thugs and some other shit um and that was right around the time i went away and uh i haven't i haven't even listened to annihilation yet i feel like a piece of shit I know a bunch of the songs, you know, from from them leaking and dropping before, but I haven't listened to Annihilation yet. I have been watching what you what you've had going on in the channel. Um, I, I will just say, shout out to to brother Clay, who gave you the the okay to release re-release uh, a bunch of those videos. We got the re-release of Misery. Misery's been down. Um, yeah. Of course, that that go hard uh brother clay fight club edition and then the the craziest shit is he he let you re-release the uh re-release the smoke on with april love and what what a reaction um what a what a reaction what a channel growth uh easily the the uh the video at least the the most uh plays for a non-original piece of content that we've delivered um on here and uh that that was a really cool time for for me for me when i i wasn't you know in the channel like that um you know but i i still get all the updates to my phone and when during that time when you would release kind of those three three songs back to back uh and especially when the smoke on hit like my phone was fucking lighting up uh and it was a real exciting time for the channel for for the behind the scenes of the channel yeah bro that that was that, that took it to a whole nother level. I mean, we doubled subscriber count. Um, and <laughs> one of my, my goals that I'm tasked with is I got to get that one up to a million views. That's what I promised Brother Clay to get a million views. So I'm dropping bucks to make sure that we find a way to get that thing there. Because um, that was definitely a gift. And if we can get it to that point, Brother Clay has a couple more gifts to give. But we got to show that we could get it there. So... It's on everybody. Pass that song around. Pass that track around. Get that thing to hit that million. And then uh, Clay is going to bless us, possibly bless us with some more stuff. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, so I, I saw that. I saw it's crazy that you um, that you were chopping it up with 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 D-Hawk, with Dragonhawk, because, you know, I've known of him for forever. He used to do songs with with bro the d hawk used to do songs with uh fuck man why can't i think of his name right now he's um used to do songs with vision x1 are, are you serious of. no are you uh, for real i think i think, oh, okay. I think d I th- no i think d hawk and vision x1 have have a song together as well that's uh, amazing and then and then d hawk uh D Hawk and I can't think of who the fuck it is, but he's 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 on our channel as well. Um, and every time he pops up, I'm like, bro, you know, I, I I know you from when we used to do songs, and I think they they used to do songs together. Uh, so it was crazy to see D Hawk pop up here because because I've known of him. I'm bro, I'm talking 2000 and like two or three or something. Like I've known D Hawk. So when I saw when I saw you popping that shit up with him i was like oh wow and then of course you you know you hit the all the live stuff and and you know i skimmed through the live stuff it's funny i skimmed through the live stuff more because i'm like all right 
I know how Cecil West would be at a Bone concert. I, I'm kind of trying to just watch this from the lippy perspective. Um, so I, I, I skim through them more to just to to watch through Lippy's eyes, and yeah. uh, and then you know what else? You did the the Crazy Bone Excel Beats See Me Shine promo, which was a little cool, little short video. I always love yeah, little, to deliver those little jewels. Yeah, a little lyric video. I mean, I that's like a big piece. Like that was when I when I went out there to shoot Misery and got in the car with Excel and he played me See Me Shine. I heard you know where it all began. And it was just mind blowing to hear his version of it. I know like a lot of Bone fans are like, this ain't the Bone song. And it's like, yeah, but this is, if you want the history, if you want to know where it came from, it came from, from Excel Beats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love I the mean, voice. This ain't the Bone song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's ain't Bone. And it's like, bro, Excel's got it tatted on his chest. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he's, he's like, man, see me shine. This is my track right here. And, and I love his verse and his verses are so good. And, um, so I really love See Me Shine, Excel's ver- In fact, I listen to Excel's version probably more than the Bone version at this point. It's nice to like go back and forth. Like once you hear one version and then you go, th- so you hear like Excel's version, then you go to the Bone version. You're like, oh man, that's cool how Bone did it. And then once you get used to the Bone version, you go back to the Excel version. You're like, oh, that's cool how Excel did it. So like, I like them both. It's not like you don't have to think of it as there's only the Excel version or only the Bone version. And there's even more versions. There's a version with B2K on it. Um, like, yeah. Excel's got a bunch of different mixes of it. And, uh, you know, that's like his pride, man. He loves that song. Like that song means so much to him. So that's why I always try to talk about it. I put it on the channel and, uh, and it was cool. So I, I, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a huge fan of Excel beats and we even did in addition to the Excel beats, see me shine. He released an album dopamine and, and, uh, right around the time carbon monoxide was coming out and, Dopamine, man, I, there's a couple songs on the album that I, I play daily. I play, well, not daily, but when I get the chance to listen to music, I, I hear, uh, it's called um, From the Start, man. I, I love that song so much. Um, slide on it. And uh, the, the last track on the album, and there's, there's, there's a couple other good tracks on that album. So check out Excel Beats, Dopamine, and Excel told me he's got another album coming out. It's currently called Through the Looking Glass. It's, it's a non-rap album. And then he's got another rap album coming out. So Excel's got a bunch of stuff in the pipeline. He's sitting on a bunch of Busybone tracks. And he even said that uh, he, I think he did mastering for one or two songs on Carbon Monoxide. I can't remember the titles. He didn't produce it, but he just, I think he did something like mastering. And mm-hmm. I'll just say this, Excel's got a special surprise coming at some point in the future. But that's all I can say on that one. Shout out to Excel Beats, Excel Beats and uh, John, quite a bit of history. Excel Beats, of course, one of our uh, alumni uh, members of Beyond the Harmony. Uh, and then, of course, that led into you you dropping the, the carbon monoxide unboxing. You got the standard edition and you dropped the unboxing. How, t- walk me through that, John. There was so much hype around carbon monoxide. I don't know the last time there had been this much hype for a, a busy album. I feel like it was like song for you is the last time motherfuckers were this excited uh, for busy bone solo album with, with the anticipation uh, anticipation uh, that it was going to be, you know, as good as it uh, was going to be. So wa- walk me through getting that thing in the mail. Did, did, did it give you that old school bone feeling or was it just, uh, was it just like getting a, a CD at this point? 
Well, yeah, the C- the CD part wasn't like the special moment for me. Um, the special moment I mean, it was it was just thinking. I mean, the part that we got to play in this, being that we had one of like the early on interviews with Blaze, you know, and then we we blanked it out for a minute while the carbon monoxide album was coming together, and you know, finally getting to hear. Well, actually, leading up to it, Blaze he is a marketing maniac. He he's just like you, Cecil. I mean, he goes hard in the paint. 24 8 i mean 25 8 he he's got that same spirit that we got if not more and so it was just it was a masterful thing to just watch how blaze uh did the did so many different hats to make sure this thing got together you know so that's like the angle mm-hmm. i was looking at it i'm uh, you know there's the busy bone aspect of like hooray finally we got somebody that i, I, I love this uh album. I love this promotion, you know, because I, you know, I stay, even though I wasn't logged in as Cecil West, I stay following like Blaze and Busy and shit on, on my other account. So of course I still saw a lot of the advertisement and I I've said it a million times, so I'm not going to ride this wave for, for an hour like I have, but you know, Blaze is a fucking, a, a genius of a guy. Uh, everything's so thought out, you know, even, even the, the front cover and, and I'm sure you saw the video of like heaven's movie slowly morphing into the carbon monoxide cover. Did did you see that video? Yeah, I think I did. I think so. Oh dude. I was just like this motherfucker blaze is so smart. And, and as John had referenced, we, we did have to, uh, we had to hide the blaze interview for a little bit because it did feature some of the original demos from carbon monoxide. And we didn't want to take away from the carbon monoxide album. Uh, at that time, so we we had hid those. Uh, we now got permission from Blaze, I, b- I believe, right? Blaze gave the okay to to put those back up. Yeah, I forgot who reached out. They uh they wanted they were wondering where it came from. I was like, well, hey man, reach out to Blaze. They immediately reached out and Blaze said it was cool. I, I double checked with Blaze. I was like, I don't want to just take his word for it. So I double checked. He said, yeah, it's cool. So and then he yeah. even put that out. Like he even uh, co-signed it and did a post showing that the interview was available. So like it was, you know, much like, and we'll get into this, but much like the feeling that I had at your show, you know, seeing what came, what what the seeds, you know, you plant seeds 20 years ago and then a forest grows, you know, if you plant enough seeds. And I just felt like, you know, it, it's all Blaze that made that album happen, but I just felt like we had a root on that, on that carbon monoxide tree. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have a yeah. bark, you know, not a limb, but like there was a tiny, there was a leaf on that tree on that carbon monoxide tree that has beyond the harmony you know well I, I i think that we were in the original wave of people to believe in blaze um you know and 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 understand what his goal was and to to support that uh you know because i think i, I think there was a portion of fans that just saw the you know yntg video uh and and just thought that blaze was just a feature but you and i and and i would say you know a good there was a good portion of fans that understood like blaze was was trying to play a bigger role and you know i'm really proud of the guy because he did he he had a goal uh he he told busy way way back during during their song hey we we can do more you know there's more we can do let me prove to you and he put together these demos and and I, again i got to say if you if you haven't heard the blaze interview um because it was down or you haven't heard it in a long time uh it, it's about a year old and it's episode number 12 in the first season and it is two parts and it is fully worth uh listening to it's about a 2 hour interview 
And, um, you know, we, we were in that original wave, I would say, that understood what Blaze was capable of. And, and when he sent me those demos, when he sent me the, we didn't even know they were carbon monoxide demos. He didn't even know they were carbon monoxide demos. He knew that he had made some demos. And if you listen to the interview, you know, he, he, he says, hey, this, this one might be for the boys, meaning uh, Bloodline Harmony. Um, we, we didn't know if these demos might feature other bones. You know, if these could be for a Bone Thugs uh, album, it was that early on. But we we knew the guy was special, and and I think we were really pitching for him to do this project or or whatever that project may have been, because we had no fucking idea. And and here it is, man. Here it is. Uh, I'm I'm really proud of you know of Blaze. He he's well, a the, he's the... a smart guy that set a goal, and it's fu- it's fun to see that goal uh, accomplished. And that's what I thought the whole way. So, so, but, but I'll even say before that, you know, throughout the years, you know, you and I, and, and even throughout this show, we always talk about the law of attraction, visualizing, you know, creating our own reality. And also throughout the years, like myself and, and Smokey from Lyrical Fusion and you and I as well, you know, we found, we didn't find, but there'd be like artists that were like, this guy needs to, 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 to come about, you know what I mean? And, you know, and we did like control experiments on Devin the Dude and UGK and Twista, all these guys before they were big, Eminem, and and then they blow up. Now, I don't have like direct hands in it, but prayer fields and intentions and stuff. And like, I've been like praying for Blaze for about a year, not, not praying in the same way like religious people do it, but I've always maintained him in my mind just to be like, let this brother do good, man. Let, let this guy's dreams come true. He has... Uh, what do they call it? Um, his his heart is pure. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I've always I just had him in my prayer field, and so as I was driving to the Bone Thugs and Harmony concert was when I got to hear Carbon Monoxide for the first time because you know I was traveling, going to your show, and and then I'm I'm just getting backpacking. I'm like, oh, I gotta go to the Bone Show, and and I'm driving there listening to Carbon Monoxide, and I'm just envisioning. I'm just envisioning Blaze at the board, just thinking to himself, like, yo, can you believe this is real life, man? I mean, he he's mixing a busy bone album that he's on. It's not like he's just some like engineer. He, he yeah. actually, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole vision all came together and then it, it manifested into reality and he was doing it. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, bro, he just must be like this. I can't believe this is real life. And I, you know, and, and so, and it, like busy's voice like every every part of the album like love was put into this this wasn't just like some you know put together and we always talk about you gotta you gotta put all that love and passion and labor into making something come out so perfect and when you do it it becomes immortal and i just felt like he put all that into the beats to the to even the measures and even like bringing certain instruments in certain vocals in certain echoes in certain double voices in there was like all of it I got the experience and and like we're talking about Blaze, it's Busy Bones album, right? But like if if you're wondering from my perspective how I'm experiencing it like through Blaze's eyes and Busy's the instrument, Busy's the, you know, this is a Busy Bone carbon monoxide, but like my whole experience of, of it since I've experienced so many Busy albums uh, was through, you know, through Blaze. Like when I heard Heaven's movie, that I was experiencing it all through Busy Bone. You know, I got to hear Busy to to express who he was, 
And so I already know about Vizzy, but this one I got to hear and, and feel Blaze's soul throughout that whole thing, the love he put into it, the labor he put into it. I, I, I was able to experience every minute, every hour, and every like just crazy sleepless uh, nights that he put in to just make that thing so perfect for all the fans. So that's why I appreciate it. I don't even know if the album is as good as I'm saying it is, but like those, when I experience that album, that's what I'm experiencing is, is, is knowing what all went into it. And, and then, and then just the gift that it was given for, for, for him to receive the gift from busy to get that opportunity. And it's one thing to get the opportunity, but it's another thing to walk through the door. Most people say they want the opportunity, but not too many people know what to do with it when they get it. And he took it, ran with it and gave us an immortal masterpiece that will live on forever. And he did it, man. He, he, he was the bone fan that became the busy producer and that's it, man. I love carbon monoxide, and I think it's one of those albums. It's a different kind of album. It's it's, it's kind of like AT Aliens by by Outkast. When you think of Outkast, AT Aliens, it's a masterpiece album. But you can't really pinpoint a single song on the album that you're like, this is this is the 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 hit. You know, there's no first of the month on carbon monoxide, but it's that it's a just press press play album, and it's like a chilling like soundtrack to life where you don't really focus on any individual track. You're just like chilling. It's like a vibe that's there and it's, it's cohesive. It's, it's consistent. It's blaze and it's busy. And I just love it. I love carbon monoxide. I love the story behind it. I'm happy. I can't believe this really happened that we're even talking about this. So props to everybody involved and, and the fans for, for supporting the project. So I hope you guys got yeah. what you wanted. The, the fans had a lot to do with it. I know the fans had a lot to do with, with making sure that it happened. And and I feel the same way, you know, for me, this will always be, you know, the, the album that blaze did with busy, um, you know, and, and it's because we knew about it before, you know, if, if you guys go back and you listen, how many times, John, did I say, yo, blaze has something cooking Busy's got something cooking. There's something going on that I can't tell you all about. And that's because, you know, I stayed talking to Blaze and I knew what the fuck was going on and I knew what was happening and I knew what they were working on. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm thrilled with the promotion. I'm thrilled with Busy Bones website. I was thrilled with the ordering when, when you, with the website, with the clicking on the fucking skull, the two editions, the gold edition, uh, all that shit, I'm I'm fucking tickled about, bro. Because that's the stuff that that Bone fans love, right? Everything that I just said and more. The 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 cover being like Thugs Cry, but it's not Thugs Cry. Um, just all these and little you, things that I'm saying. These are the things that we loved as Bone fans, and and, and even did that. even. Yeah, he even took like constructive criticism from people. Remember, he put out some drafts and people weren't feeling it. He was like, "Okay, you ain't feeling this? That's fine. Let, let's. Uh, mm -hmm. How about this one?" And then people like these. Like, I'm not trying to push anything on you that you. Don't. I'm trying to view what you want. So you know that was excellent too. Like if all companies would do something like that. And uh, also, I don't know if I told you. I hope I sent you a screenshot of it when I. It's amazing. It. Blaze, Blaze, like correctly ran the think tank. If you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. And, and, and get this. I hope I sent you a screenshot. But but when I ordered when I pre-ordered the album, there was a there was like 
like a little bone head that you click a skull that you click on like even like little little details that didn't need to be there were even there even on the pre-order like most of the time a pre-order is just like handled by some third party you know company but uh blaze even put in little things like bone skulls into the whole entire experience so even when i was pre-ordering it i even got yeah. like cute little like just little attention to detail that showed me that like because imagine this is what i thought too when i saw that little attention to detail i'm like this guy's got so much more stuff on his plate right now that he even had it in him to find a way to put a cute little bone skull on the pre-order like that just it just blew me away man i think that's just him understanding what bone fans want and those are the those are the little details that i think bone fans appreciate that have got lost because you know those things that happen with bone used to happen with all rappers with all albums all these little details and all this shit they put in the promotion that used to happen with everybody bro um but i don't think all fans appreciated it like bone fans really submerged themselves in the you know the the liner notes and and all that shit and the promotion and and i don't think all fans cared about that shit for other rappers and i think that's why that that shit was easily faded away as time went by uh but bone fans missed it and i'm not saying it's just bone fans i think that there's certain um legions of fans out there that miss that piece of music but bone fans are definitely a big one and Blaze was so smart to say, hey, in instead of continuing with this trend, let me give them what they want. They want two CDs and one to be extra special. Yes, two CDs. They want two compact discs, physical, real discs that they will feel in their hands and they will look at and they will they will go over every single stitch in line of. They want that. They want, they want the skull to click on. They want it to feel the way that it feels when you listen to a bone CD. Um, and, and the lead up, I again, we're, we've already gone on it way longer than I want to, but the guy deserves every word that we're saying. Uh, I'm so proud of BTNH alumni Blaze uh, for accomplishing what he did. We've given we've given Blaze so much praise right now for this Busy Bone album. I, I, I think we should jump in and, and actually talk about the fucking album uh, and give this motherfucker Busy Bone some praise because I, I had fucked up earlier and I said a song for you, but what I meant was I, I don't think that there's been anticipation for an album like this since probably Crossroads 2010. I don't remember getting pumped for the Wonder Years thing um, that much. I do yeah. remember being really excited for Crossroads 2010, like really excited, um, but for different reasons than this. Uh, in fact, you know, I, I might not have been all the way wrong. I think that a song for you conjured up a lot of the same feelings that carbon monoxide did for me. Crossroads 2010 was a different, different type of excitement, but, e but either way, it's been nine years since I was this excited for a busy bone project. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's crazy as I'm thinking about this now, the three people that I know of, like in my narrative a busy that brought busy back to us uh, you know number one being frank nitty uh you know kind of like helping busy back into health after you know he was on his journey and then excel beats making the all i'll ever know track and then 
you know, and that kind of like resurrected Busy. To, uh, to, we're saying, wow, wow, here's what Busy could sound like. And then Blaze doing uh, carbon monoxide. And we've had all three of those people on the show, which is crazy. Like, that's crazy. Um, but as far as, and, and, and I'll say this too, if you guys were wondering, you know, when carbon monoxide came out, Cecil was doing his six-month thing. And I was literally on September 12th, which was the day that carbon monoxide dropped. I was out in at at the show at the festival with with Cecil West and Cairo Wolf, and my intention was was for us to go live, me and Cairo, and do a a live <laughs> play of carbon monoxide as it dropped at midnight. But there was no cellular signal out there for us to either live stream or be stream the uh, the album and I'd hadn't received my copy of carbon monoxide yet in the mail so I, I it's not like I could have had a physical with me because I left on September 12th to fly out there and the CD didn't arrive till like a week later and I'm, I'm not even sure if I had it by the time I went to the bone concert uh, so that was the plan was to go live and, and review it and then like when it didn't happen some people were hitting me up they're like yo you didn't how come you didn't do a carbon monoxide review yet man you know you let your boy blaze down i'm like dog i'm not even home like i <laughs> so that's 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 why that never happened and, and like i felt bad so if, like blaze is hearing this like yo our intention was fully to bring the show back to do carbon monoxide but just the time and the date of everything we were not even we were not even near a microphone and our cell phones to even go live there was no oh, yeah. opportunity to do that I, either. I had I had Lippy and, and Wolf on a on a fucking golf cart, whipping them around at high speeds on a golf cart, uh, while smoking weed and uh, doing crazy shit. I, I'm smoking weed, driving this golf cart with Lippy and and Wolf on the golf cart. How crazy is that? How crazy is my life? And a few times we had some other uh, you know minor hip hop celebrities on that golf cart too. Who uh, yeah. you know, whoever, whoever we had, we we yeah. uh, of course, of course, out there, um, I, I you know, I don't know how many names people on here will know, but I will mention that you know, Lazy Bone was on Twisted's album, and uh, we had Twisted out there, uh, so you know, we we had quite a few people, and uh, of course, Wolf, Wolf and John were out there. It was the highlight highlight of my weekend, getting to to kick it with uh with Johnny and and wolf wolf who we had met through the show uh was an instrumental part of helping me pull isn't that crazy i meet wolf through this show we do this i build a relationship with the guy and then we we do a bunch of heavy duty work uh outside of beyond the harmony and um you know now now he's working with my label he's doing uh he's doing some fucking artwork for members of my label and shit and the the artist that made strength and loyalty is is working on one of my artists cover it's fucking yeah. crazy world yeah man i mean I, you know i haven't even gotten to tell you how good of a time i had with Cairo wolf on those three days i'm so happy you paired me and him together um to to go through those days because i i don't know how my experience would have been if we weren't partnered together and got to spend all that time it made it made the whole journey like like it was a spiritual journey for me to, to go all the way out there i mean to go into like a complete foreign environment um you know and and all the awesome hospitality that you showed myself and Kyra wolf and then we had we talked bone like yo after after the first night of the show when we got back to the to the cabin 
I think Wolf and I stayed up till like 5 a.m. telling bone stories. <laughs> like, we, didn't talk, we just talked bone for freaking hours and hours and hours. And I, I like, we didn't even, like, we only covered like, like 10% of what we had to talk about. Um, you know, we were talking primarily of like, it was an, exp and what was cool about it was it was like an expansion on the show. Cause he was telling me stories of the, um, of strength and loyalty and like all the behind the scenes, like all the stuff that you can't talk about on this show, <laughs> um, you know, to the public, it was, it was really good yeah. stories. Um, real crazy yeah. perspectives. And what I got out of this so much is that, I mean, maybe I just don't know enough real people, man, because Wolf is a real, real dude. Like, I say real, I don't mean like, hey, let's go rob a bank. I'm saying like, he's so true to his, he's got a code of honor that he lives by and he stays yeah. with the integrity to it and just his integrity and his code of honor and like how he sticks to his principles and how he, and he's, the guy is so given and, um, and just so, just so real. So I, I really appreciated the time. He also, he, he reminded me of my cousin who, you know, my cousin's the one that brought me into rap music. He, he showed it to me so it was kind of like getting to spend time with a family member and um and he is family he's beyond the harmony family so it was a perfect parent i can't believe i got to spend a whole weekend with wolf at cecil west show it was like it's like so much to take in and then and then even you me and and wolf at the end of the second night we were in that like that ticket booth talking bone at like five o'clock in the morning again <laughs> oh i forgot all about that shit i was so <laughs> Let me tell you, I was so tired at that point, bro. I, I was like, I, I was just cruising in like, uh, uh, in, in neutral. Like I, I had no idea what was going on. You had seen that I had every, every aspect that you could put your body through. I had put my body through that weekend, uh, mental, physical, and, uh, running on very little sleep, <laughs> smoking copious amounts of of marijuana john you probably hadn't seen that much marijuana since you filmed the lyrical fusion videos in the 90s yeah uh, that was copious. that that was that was copious that was phenomenal and, and it's and it's i'm probably the only person that was completely sober for three I'll, days I'll, I'll tell you what was a, a such a wonderfully balling feeling for me as i got uh dirt ball uh, the Dirtball, formerly of the Cottonmouth Kings, uh, which I, I assume most band uh, Bone fans know the Cottonmouth Kings. So um, I got Dirtball, and he had just pulled up, and I got him on the golf cart, and I pulled Dirtball right up to the stage, and 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 what's going on on the stage is the 420 sesh, and we have that cannon, and the cannon is just blowing. Did did you or did you or Wolf ever see the the weed cannon at all? No, no. You guys made the weed cannon. It, it went I, off I, twice. I wish I saw you with Dirtball, man. That that would have that would have made my life because uh, his performance was the the like outside of outside of the main people. Um, Dirtball, Dirtball, his performance was so memorable. That guy is a pro, a freaking pro. Dirtball, but the, I did not see. Guy. He, he he pulled up with his DJ. They jump on the fucking golf cart. I bring him right to the fucking stage. I I, I bless him with some weed, and uh, I bring him right right to the stage. And we have that weed cannon, and you you fill that weed cannon up with like fucking three ounces of weed, and then you light it, and it just blows weed. When uh, and 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 they just walk right into it, and 
you know, Dirtball is just like, yes, yes, I'm <laughs> home. And Dirtball, Dirtball rocked the stage and ended up staying that night. He stayed till the next fucking day. He's a cool motherfucker. So we yeah. had, uh, you know, Dirtball's Dirt cool. The, the times I got to like see him, you know, in like in person, it, he, it's like it's it's stained in my memory. Just his his like his frame, his head, his outfit, the way he walks. Like I just I see it like right now I'm just envisioning it. And then I'm thinking of his performance, like how I was freezing cold. But I was like, Damn, this guy is so good. Like. He was such a pro. I couldn't believe his enunciation, his his breath control, his delivery. Like Dirtball really won me over. I'm I'm a fan for life now because that that was that was remarkable. And just and when I saw like everyone's like, yo, you know that he slept in the tents tonight, or he was, yeah. you know, he he stayed. I was like, this guy's a freaking superstar, and he's chilling with everybody at this uh this festival with all these tents. This is crazy. So Dirtball, oh, is- bro, he kicked it. He kicked it. He kicked it like donkeys. The whole fucking. He didn't even want to leave. They had to catch a flight. He's he he wanted to stay till Sunday because we had Says Crew from Strange Music out there on Sunday. Uh, and I actually did you and you and Wolf's uh plan planning wrong because I I would have loved to have y'all right at the end the end of the festival was so lovely uh with says crew they they did such a great job shutting it down and uh dirtball wanted to stay for them and they ended up having to leave uh but we got dirtball you know really taken care of he he stayed like i said he stayed right in his vehicle he didn't i, I gave him a cabin down with y'all i gave him a cabin down with y'all and he was like we're probably gonna stay right here in my car and just party and then that's what he did so you know we partied out there me wolf dirtball from the Cottonmouth kings twisted it, it was such a good moment me you and wolf just chilling on that golf cart at the end of the second night uh watching twisted shut it down because i i knew i had reached grand success uh in that moment it was it was really cool uh to be able to share that that moment with with uh you and wolf you and you and i of course have had a friendship for i, I don't even know 20 years um some some shit and uh Wolf is one of these guys that I've known for such a limited amount of time, and yet I, I feel like I've known him twenty fucking years. So it was, uh, it, was, yeah. it was, it was a really <laughs> cool time. Yeah, yeah, and and you know I'll say this too, like you know everyone's wondering like where did I get Cecil? Why why is Cecil gone six months? And you know there's even been aspects of me I'm like what? And then when I got there and I saw what you created, I mean it's a kingdom, bro. Beyond the Harmony fans, Cecil West created a kingdom, a freaking kingdom. And in just thinking, like, you know, going back to the things that we did, and you're like, I'm like, hey, how did you start rapping? And you're like, Lyrical Fusion, Final Toast, Bone Thugs, and Harmony Eternal. And I'm thinking, you know, I, t- I told Wolf this. I was like, this is all Cecil West. But I planted a seed 20 years ago, and there's a piece of this that I'm like, I, I, somehow I had an impact on making this happen. I didn't put a single piece of effort into it. Cecil West did and his and his entire staff. But, like, this is – this is like I'm the grandfather. Like I felt like um, like meeting my kids that I never knew. Like I was a bad, like I was a, a deadbeat dad. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm finally meeting my whole family. And it's not even like the first generation. It's the second generation family. And I'm just seeing like this whole world that got created out of, you know, some things that I did with my buddies in 20 years ago. Um, and, you know, it had, had, a, had a minor impact to make a kingdom created. And I got, and then yeah. I felt honored to be there. Like, hey, look what, look what, you know, something you just did had a piece of this spawned this kingdom. 
and and you're our guest of honor here and here's all these celebrities you can watch and, and see and watch the performance and we're going to i want to take you around on the golf cart you get to chill with the general cecil west and Cairo wolf and then some of the other people that came on the cart like block and and others so i got treated to a vip experience by cecil west it was magnificent um and the best part about it too is that you know cecil and i have been working on projects for about 20 years and getting to see this this was you know we project what something is going to be and i got to see cecil's vision at its finest point there's been i've had opportunities to go see some of his other shows had i seen them i would not have been as impressed because i would have seen the evolution towards what i got to see but since i didn't see all that and i got to see it at its at its mature like i got to see a, a fully created adult in its prime and um actually it's not even in its prime it's at it's like it's just becoming great and i got to see what all the work with the six months all the hustle all the envisioning all of it i got to see it come to fruition and in in full and it was magnificent so the six months we were away just know that something beautiful was created and, and experienced not just by me, but by hundreds, if not thousands of people at that thing. And uh, just mad props to Cecil West. Just know that Beyond the Harmony was away for a very good reason. And uh, and it's been beautiful for everybody involved. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. I, you know, I, I definitely, I, I didn't want to leave the the Beyond the Harmony audience for for no good reason at all. And uh, any any time that I can balance more than one thing at one time i i try to do it and if i could have balanced both i fucking would have but uh you and wolf got the opportunity to see that you know it would have been real hard um with it, it, unless i had like a, a a staff like the rock or or joe rogan who could literally just like walk me through aspects of my life <laughs> you know like i'm so envious of those guys where they can do this this and this and then they can walk into their podcast and just sit down and then walk away they don't have to do <laughs> anything else right like 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 if i could do that uh I, i'd be able to do so much more but of course because i'm such a intricate piece of of everything that we do uh it's more than just me talking on the mic it's more than just me throwing the show and uh and i had to walk away uh but but we are it, it, at least kind of back here we are talking bone um and and before we started talking about uh wolf and and getting to hang out with wolf which again i'm, I'm just gonna say sh shout out to my man wolf uh that that like made my summer uh getting to, to kick it with with the wolf and uh and and especially the two of us getting to do it um that that really made the summer uh but before we got into that we we were talking carbon monoxide and and you yeah. called it by the way john when you said this this fucking episode here we are <laughs> we haven't even scratched the surface i didn't i didn't need to listen to shit uh we haven't even scratched the surface but um you know that we we had given blaze so much so much praise for for the record and and what break uh, what blaze had done and of course blaze you know knew what bone fans wanted and and bone fans wanted to hear but but it ain't shit without busy right it can't be a busy oh, yeah. record you can you can have blaze have all the great ideas and do all the great stuff that he wants uh but it, it's not a busy record without busy bone and i gotta say that you know in terms of stepping up and putting his all into a project 
you know, there was that era of busy bone where I'm not going to say that he wasn't given his all, but, but I mean, let's be fucking for real. There's, there's some busy albums that he put more into than, than others. Uh, and you could really tell that busy was reinvested into trying to deliver the best project. I, I'm not going to say that this is a classic, uh of course it's not an instant classic so this this could be a classic with with time uh so i can't say it's an instant classic but i i can say that they meaning busy and blaze and and whoever else was involved um but i would say primarily them they went into this with classic on their mind uh with with would make a classic as the goal and uh and and it was refreshing to hear busy this invested into his music again um this this pairing was was phenomenal and uh it, it really i i listened to it this morning and uh you know it's like the foundation carbon monoxide we we know that the the name of the fucking album comes from that carbon monoxide you know migos disc part of the album was centered around the the migos thing uh and and i will say for me that that was kind of a dissatisfier for me uh but but i know that that was the relevant busy bone thing was protecting the bone thug legacy um and and busy and lazy felt that the the bone thug legacy had to be defended and i would say even though i haven't heard all of annihilation i would say over the course of annihilation and carbon monoxide the the bone thug legacy was was fully protected um motherfuckers uh you know have to respect what was put down here uh and and that was a big focal point of of the album uh but we got to see you know a lot of expansion too i was really happy to see that the remember what easy said made made the album because you remember that was one of the demos that we got in the blaze interview yeah that's that's probably my favorite track on the album too i i think that's my favorite i, w- I would also say you know the content on that one was a little different than than the other tracks because so many of the tracks were centered around the Migos. I know there was that track that was kind of centered around Busy's X, um, but there was a lot of the Migos, you know, thing in here, which that was kind of like the I'm not gonna say topic, but that was the foundation of this record. So they remember what Easy said. Mm, that gave me more. That that was the closest closest one to giving me the traditional bone vibe and and it's probably because of the content you know migos aren't traditional bone content so how can you have that traditional bone vibe content wise anyway uh you know excluding sound or anything but content wise you can't right that's never been bone content before uh but the remember what easy said really kind of gave you that familiar feeling yeah yeah and there was a the the perfect balance, and and this is what we said too. And I'm, <laughs> I feel like I'm going back on Blaze, but it was the perfect balance, as we said, of you know the old school vibe that you wanted from Bone, but also you know bringing it back, making it fresh and new and current. And I've also noticed, you know, Busy Busy stayed with the times. Like his persona is is reinvented. His fashion is reinvented to be like more. Um, equipped for present day 2019 his mentality is 2019 
know, he stayed current with with the social media and all the different trends of the internet. He live streams all the time. So Busy's really, you know, even though he's in his 40s, he's he's current and he's hip and he's still a rock star. And the album is it has new styles on it as well as still keeping the the original sound that everybody loves. And and the best part about this is is that we got and I think this is why this album sits really good with people is you know there's a there's a multitude of busybone styles and starting with like alpha and omega he kind of changed the style and got away from like the heavens movie style and this album has the perfect blend of all of busy styles all together um into one so that's also what's cool about it because so you get old-fashioned busy you get uh that middle era of the rapping busy and then you even get like the new uh improve new and improved busy bone he's got new styles like that's the part that blew me away i'm like busy invented new styles on this album and that's really i cool. just didn't i just didn't feel like i got the only i guess busy that i i, I felt like i was missing here was the real aggressive before i go uh yeah you know, I, I really, and, and, you know, it may be like, you remember when tech nine said, I'm going to do these three albums of darkness and then I'm not going to do this, this fucking shit anymore. Like, this isn't what I want to do. I think busy's in a really good place in his life. If, if you see his live streams, if you see, uh, you know, the other things that he's doing in his life with his wife and his kid and he's, you know, so I think it's hard for busy to go to that place because he, well, i think that's a... on the intro uh, on the intro to i remember what easy said you know uh, the ruthless skit track 11 mm -hmm. you know yeah that, that uh that right there captured like that old uh crazy that he, so that even was the insane busy period you know fuck you bitch bah, bah, bah. and it's a perfect yeah. intro and it blends right into what easy said but i know what you're saying you're saying like i'm not talking insane busy i'm talking aggressive busy <laughs> yeah yeah i i wanted to yeah. i wanted to hear him really go off um you know just in a rhyme uh and it, it may just because it's it's old to me now the the amigos thing is it was a little old to me so so with him going off on them i you know i i didn't I didn't get into that as much just because I'm like, bro, you know, between busy and lazy, they, they cook this situation. So it's like, I, I wanted to hear him go off somewhere, uh, on, on the album, but, but again, it doesn't make it a bad thing. It was just, you were covering that, like busy covered so much of his arsenal over this album. I was just pointing out that I didn't really get, get that necessarily. Yeah. Um, what I what what I'll say about the Migos disc um, is that it for most of it most of the it's it's vague enough to where you could insert whoever you want into there. I mean, he does say Migos a few times and then like a few play on words of it, but it's still vague enough to where you could just think of it as a rap song of like for instance, Enigma. Enigma is kind of like a blend between the Migos disc along with the police showing up at his dorm when he had that big big uh, gun. And then a couple other topics yeah. uh, blended in there with uh, DJ Quick and another thing and uh, uh, Big Boy and whatnot. But um, but it, like that song is cool. Like that's a cool diss track. That, and no, that the instrumental behind it just really makes it. You know, it's it uh, 
it's hypnotic, man. Like that's another part about this is that the instrumentals along with busy, you know, doing his hymns and, and throughout the whole album, but there's enough that it, you're recapturing that hip, that hypnotic, the hypnotized minds, not, not, not three, six, but you know, that's the, that's where I want, when I listen to Bone, it's like, I like how it usually takes my mind back in the days and like, it makes you feel like you're floating. And this album had moments, like I remember what Easy said, I feel like, like vibrations through my whole chest. And I, I come, like I have a massage going like a, like a, like a machine massage where I'm in some kind of like a, at the chiropractor right before I'm getting the acupuncture, you know, it, that's, that's what, it, and in a good way, I'm not talking about getting my bones cracked. I'm talking about like the massage and everything. Like it's, it's a massage, man. So that's, that's what I'm liking about it, is the way it makes my, my physiology feel. I'm just chilling throughout that whole album. Like I said, this, this reminded me of AT Aliens. It's like a chilling album. It's a state of mind. It's not even like you, you just push play and let that bitch ride. You don't even, you don't even go to any track. You just let it play. I, I, I'm just going to say, too, that I, I I also, I don't know how much Blaze played a part or didn't play a part in the videos that have dropped for this. Uh, but I got to say that I got an appreciation for the uh, the videos that have dropped. I think it's just the two, um, but I made sure to to review those videos as well, and I, I thought the quality was on point. No, you know, there wasn't like a mind-bending concept to either one of them, but that's all right. Like, uh, I, you know, so so rare that that's even a fucking thing now. Um, but but I thought the videos were you know great, just in terms of uh, you know we've seen some pretty shitty. I've seen some shitty fucking bone videos uh, that that just look like total shit. And uh, yeah, the alpha mentality you know, was cool with that. Like that triangle looks so dope, and um, you know, busy has some some loud outfit on, and uh, and the stalking me. Oh yeah, this is what I wanted to ask you about about stalking me. Um, actually, were you gonna say something? I, I was just gonna say I thought like when I looked at alpha mentality, I was like, man, if Blaze didn't have a lot to do with this, like. I'm really I, I would be really surprised if if they said that Blaze just had nothing to do with that video specifically. So much so much of that video I was like, bro, this is this is Blaze on his shit. Um so I you know I'm I'm really happy with, with it all overall. Like like I listened to it in the gym this morning and uh it got me through my entire gym my entire gym sesh and uh you know I'm I'm really happy. Like like you said, it's it's really chilling. Um the the con the content itself just because the basis was the Migos was the piece that threw me the most. But besides, I mean that you know not, nothing is perfect. Like I didn't go into this expecting Heaven's movie, uh, you know. So it's like this 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 album really this will stand the test of time. Uh, you know I I don't think this is one of these albums that that'll fade. I mean he's got some albums that have faded. I mean I don't I don't see this happening. I think this is going to be in this is in the big, you know, this this will be in his the big whatever it is. How many how many big ones? I'd say Heaven's Movie, The Gift. Uh Yeah, and even Alpha and Omega's Although I don't think people remember yeah. much about the Alpha Omega album, you know what I'm saying? Like if I said name a song besides, um, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. I understand. You know, yeah, like, I, I understand. You like name, a... Everybody remembers that, but like, what else does anybody remember? Anything else from the album? Not that it's not good, and there's plenty of awesome songs on the album. But I think like when you think of that, you just think of I understand. 
Uh, but whereas, as you said, well, I, movie, I love it, Die for You from that from that album as well. But yeah, yeah no, yeah. I know what you're, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying though. So it's like, but but definitely, that's that's gonna go down as like whatever part of the big five or whatever the fuck it is carbon monoxide earned its its place um in in the big in the big in the big yeah you know, it, picture. It, you know for the for, for the for the exercise let's figure out the big five here we got obviously heaven's movie the gift i'm gonna throw uh-huh. crossroads 2010 at number three although no i put uh-huh. carbon monoxide ahead of car uh, crossroads 2010 blew me away though in a way in a different kind of way. I don't, it's, it's a close yeah, that, time. That's man. what I was saying. That's what I was saying earlier. Like I, I was excited for crossroads 2010 for a different reason. Although I thought crossroads 2010 was done really well as well. Um, but really well in a different way that was not done by people that understood bone or busy. I think that was done, you know, cause people saw a, something else that busy could be. Um, but either way, I, I think that one belongs up in there. Uh, we don't necessarily have to finish do them in order. We we just know that that belongs. Heaven's movie, the gift that belongs. Twenty ten belongs. Um, a song for yeah, you. A song belongs. for you. Yeah. Carbon monoxide and belongs. Access. Yeah, um, and I can't think of a fifth that would replace. I mean, obviously the first four. You know, before carbon monoxide. You know, we know for sure the top four: Heaven's movie, gift, song for you, and Crossroads twenty ten. Um, well, I don't know what number five was, besides the, carbon monoxide. The fans get hot about what ev- ev- evolution of elevation. Elevation. And, and I, I think I think people would put, and in fact, I bet you half the people listening right now would say, "What? How how do you not have Alpha and Omega on that top five? Because um, it is a good uh, album. Well, I I do think that. <clears throat> I do think that it starts to get in an interchangeable thing when you get into the 2010, uh, a song for you, carbon monoxide. You know, I think some of that gets interchangeable is alpha and omega. You know, if anything, well, look, if anything, and this is just me being honest, it's, it's a fight for the fifth spot right now between alpha and omega and carbon monoxide. Um, and, and I say that because heaven's movie and the gift obviously have absolutely solidified those spots. Uh, you'd be hard pressed to not say that a song for you in crossroads 2010, you know, just fit the caliber of a, of a superior album. Uh, and with that being said, you know, you got carbon monoxide and, and you got alpha and omega. Now, the reason why I think that they're close together right now is because like you said, there's not much coming out of alpha and Omega that is super notable. Uh, and we can't, we can't say that about carbon monoxide yet. It hasn't had that time. So I would say that it's going to surpass that album because o- over time that one should surpass it. Cause they seem pretty on each other's heels right now. Although I understand you know that that's 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 a big song you know that that's all that fucking album even needed was was i understand um because i don't know if the gift uh, see this this we get we get into some other we get into some other shit when we start talking this far but but either way carbon monoxide earned earned its spot i mean in in such a plethora in such a laundry list of albums 
EPs, mixtapes, collaboration albums, you know, just all kinds of things, right? And in such a, a list to even say that, even if we said that it wasn't top five, even if we said it was number six, yeah, to say that it's the sixth best Busy Bone album with this many, with this, bro, this guy has such a amazing body of work to say that you made the sixth best which by the way i think it's better than sixth best um but but even if that was the case what a what a fucking achievement to say you were part of that and what an achievement for busy to to release all these things and if you're if you're me all right and i'm i'm hard on the bone shit i know some bone fans praise every single thing they do god bless y'all if that's what you do i just go by what i feel and what i feel is from a solo perspective, this is the best shit I've heard since 2010. Yeah, and I think this this album is gonna catapult. <clears throat> I think it, I think this got busy primed for a a big deal follow up. You know, I think mm-hmm. because because when I talked with Busy in the car in 2017, he was like, Nah, I'm not making albums anymore. And I'm thinking. Not making albums anymore. What? Come on, bro. Come on, man. Don't say that. Don't. You're just gonna ride off into the sunset. New waves drop, and that's it. You're done. And and you know, at the time period, new waves kind of felt like that was the the curtain. You know, the curtain was falling down and busy rising to the sunset. And uh, but like so much has evolved since then, and this is like a new beginning. Like I feel like like that was the curtain on the Bone Thugs and Harmony as we knew it. And like a new era has begun and Busy's got his new kingdom going. And uh, I think now that he's got this album and independently, and this is like more independent than strange music was independent. Like this was, you know, really independent and it charted, it charted. Like, like this is independent as you can get. And it charted. That's a huge accomplishment. And so if I'm busy, I'm saying, Hey, I just dropped an album out of nowhere with a producer most of you guys haven't even heard of. I discovered a talent, and we put together an album, and it charted. We, Bone Thugs and Harmony fans are still a force to be reckoned with that we could actually support an album that can chart. Imagine if the machine got behind me. And I even started my own TV reality TV show with my wife and my kid and my, my extended family. You know, um, I'm ready for make you know let's let's bring the machine back and put it on busy bone again and so um so busy's done everything like you know bone fans are acting like nothing's happening i'm like dude busy's doing big he's he's rebuilding a new kingdom and it, it there's there's so many things lined up that most people don't even realize and uh and this carbon monoxide album i think is that catapult i think this is you know it started with we saw the vision with all i'll ever know like oh wow imagine with the right producer how busy sounds and then you get the whole album of Blaze. It charts. An independent album charts. And then he's going on the Breakfast Club and a bunch of other shows. And and yeah, that's great. Independently charting. And then imagine where that could go with like the machine behind him. If he didn't even get the machine at this point. So he what I'm saying, I mean, he's positioned now. He's got leverage and he's positioned now to to make a big move if he wants to. I think it was, uh, 
you know, it's it's it, it's great to see everything that he's doing. Like you said, Busy accepted social media, which has been huge. He's a social media entity now, which which is something in its own. Uh, in 2019, going into 2020, you need to be able to accept social media. In fact, your social media presence is almost bigger than your music. It's proven with a lot of the new artists on the way up that that their social media presence is more important uh, than their music. So it's been impressive to see busy reinvent himself uh i have not watched that interview yet but it's great to see him on platforms that matter uh you know you know platforms that matter right now currently and uh this this album and i'm gonna go back to blaze again this album blaze i would say the jam tv thing all these things are 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 huge and uh i'm i'm really happy you know, we're we're obviously always big, busy bone supporters uh, over here, and um, it's been it's been great to great to see. I really hope that I will say, and and you kind of alluded to this, and it's it's the elephant in the fucking room, and and I'm just gonna say it because I you know, I I would always tell Blaze or or Busy uh, the great, and I would never bullshit. And to me, there wasn't a there wasn't a massive standout. The closest thing to me is remember what Easy said. Um, there's a lot of songs on here I really like, but like there isn't a Thugs Cry level, you know, historic song. Uh, and and what I mean is, you know, we said Alpha and Omega, and you were like, well, hey, what do you remember? It's like I understand. Uh, I said died for you, you know, like there, there's certain songs that stick out. So in, in a nine piece, you know, nine years uh, from this record, you know, what are the songs that people are going to say, Oh, that's the album with on it. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Enigma had a moment in the sunlight and I feel like Enigma yes, it did. Yeah. You know, the, the reception of that made it seem plausible to make the whole album Carbon monoxide had a big, you know, big buzz, but I feel like, I feel like people, the uh, carbon monoxide was Enigma was great. Carbon monoxide, yeah. I I kept it a hundred when it dropped. It it wasn't for me, but I also think that they were, you know, we we always gripe that. I mean, I just did it to you before the show that you know when they don't try new things. I think that was them trying new things and, you know, just just doing something else and you know it just it didn't fucking stick and and big fucking deal uh enigma definitely has i i think it's it's place i do think that that's something that people will remember years from now and, i think you know the enigma track yeah and 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 not to derail this into a whole nother direction but there was a surprise on this album that came out of nowhere and it was a pleasant pleasant surprise and was unanticipated and that was uh Sinatra, the YBA, YBF Sinatra. Oh, YBL, yeah, yeah, yeah. YBL Sinatra. Um, I mean, it really, that was some cool, you know, features on that. We were wondering, like, how come uh, Little Busy's not on it, but you got uh, YBL Sinatra on it? And yeah, uh, you know, so I, YBL was the, you know, I, I will say, it was refreshing for me every time he came on. I thought he added something new and refreshing every time. Uh, I'm not going to say that I get tired of, of busy or bone or, or any of it, but I mean, you know, 
it's it's 20 plus years like we we know how they rap we we can expect it and and it's what we love uh but we also expect it the 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 bone the the bloodline harmony kids um and and in this case we're talking specifically uh ybl they really bring something new and and you hear that tinge of busy bone in his voice so it's like hearing bone but then like from a from a brand new place so that every time he came on there there wasn't a moment that i wasn't happy uh with him i saw that busy just did the entire carbon monoxide tour and you know ybl was with him on that tour i think that was great um you know that that YBL was on that fucking tour. My only guess with Little Busy is that they're really focused on Little Busy being Little Busy and doing Little Busy, and and they're trying not to, uh, you know, I guess make Little Busy ride Big Busy's coattails like that. Um, would be my only guess there, you know. But man, YBL Sinatra, ultra refreshing every time I heard him on the record. Um, what what what's your favorite what's your favorite on it what what's your favorite and then we'll try to move away from this because we spent a lot of time on this but there's so much to talk about one one more time shout out to blaze shout out to busy bone shout out to the fucking fans uh the bone cult so many people uh so many different entities help make this this record possible and I'm, i'm really proud you know that the they busy's had the for the fans before but doesn't this really feel like the fans fucking album oh yeah yeah no absolutely and, and you know i don't know if I, I don't know the full story behind uh behind little busy but you know while you were away while you were away there was like this video by little busy where he was like sending like hollow threats at at like busy and bone like man if you don't pass the torch i'm gonna take the torch or something like that i'm not sure if it was just a publicity stunt uh, but like n- you know, now looking back, I'm like, yeah, Lil Busy wasn't on carbon monoxide. That's kind of weird. Maybe that's why he was mad. I don't know. So there was some kind of controversy going on. Maybe it was publicly. I'm not sure what it was. I don't know the full story. I didn't read into it. I was, you know, this was during the time we were all doing the traveling. So I don't know the whole story behind it. But just something was going on there uh, for a minute, and that might explain it. As far as uh, my favorite. When Carbon Monoxide oh. dropped, I was like, I was impressed with Busy's rap style on it. But like something with the beat, the beat was cool. Like it was cool with how he incorporated the the East 99 elements into the beat. But it just wasn't my kind of song. It's not that the song wasn't good. It's just it's not my my thing. But Enigma, I was like, yo, this is this is every it builds. It you know it it did all the things that I wanted in a song. And Busy had a new style on it. And Busy had this rapid fire part in the song where I'm like, yo, does this guy breathe? Um, I did a video on it too, by the way. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, so I, I did review Enigma, but that's not my favorite track. I think Remember What Easy Said is my favorite track on it, um, <laughs> because I like it's like it's it's really a club always. And Busy, you know, it, this is getting comedic. I feel like everything I'm saying is like, hey, you know, real good album, but you know that Blaze, <laughs> and but I like the way, you know, Blaze, you know, that he does the chorus on it. Um, he also adds in these like extra like layers to the vocals, and so like those are the collabos I like where it really feels like the two people really 
you know, incorporated together into it. Um, it's got a real, that the vibe of that track is my kind of vibe. Like that's what, that's the the essence or like the, uh, the mood and the sound that I want in a track. But uh, I also like, like the chorus got too much, but um, trophies, I like what was going on there, but the, the chorus got, I'm a pimp. It, it, it was, some things get repeated too much. Like even like with Lyrical Fusion, I wish we did a version of Getting High on the South Side where there wasn't so much chorus. You know, it, it's like, all right, I get it. I get it. Um, but if I had to take one, I'd say, remember what Easy says, my favorite. Uh, but uh, I know I know what your, I think I know what yours is, but um, that's my favorite. Alpha Mentality is a dope track, but remember what Easy says? It is, yeah. It has everything. It is dope. Has everything you, you had I told have. me that too. You had told me that going into it, you're like you're gonna you're gonna dig Alpha Mentality, uh, and it and it comes early. Uh, I think it's like the third track, um, and it and it came yeah, early. Well, well, when we were talking offline, I think you were saying um, all, all we got is each other. I think was uh, is that your favorite one? I I think all that might be my. I, I I think that might be my favorite. If it's not that one, I you know I mean. What Easy said is nipping on its heels, and 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 the only reason I'm not giving it to remember what Easy said is because we had that demo, and I and it's comfortable to me, so there's a certain comfort of knowing the song as long as I have, um, mm-hmm. that that that, that kind of gives it that like edge, you know, because it's it's familiar, so you know I'm trying not to give it right to that one because it's it's so familiar. You know what I'm saying, um, and and I and I may not be given one of these other tracks the fair shake, and and a bunch of them grabbed me when I was like listening to the record, but all we got is each other, you know that 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 one re- I mean that one grabbed me YBL grabbed me the the you know biz- I thought busy I mean bro you you didn't think busy bones like performance on that track that that you know he kind of he kind of he almost started to touch on what i wanted a little bit in there not i guess not really the angry busy but uh he he definitely kind of you know just brought it with that one and and i thought that um i i think i think what i like about that is i feel like ybl and what he's saying is the most honest and and real the most honest and and real rendition of of that in the bone world that we've heard in a long time bone saying that you know they're they're united and they're brothers and all that well well i do believe all that because they've had all these years and they're still a group and they're still together there's obviously 20 years of trials and tribulations and 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 you know we we know a lot of the shit there and and i mean even now we can see that the group isn't in a great place together uh you know busy strain from the group right now um when ybl is saying those words in this uh i really feel like he's he's obviously referencing bloodline harmony which you know even before i went kind of on sabbatical i i saw that things weren't uh perfect over there it didn't seem like and and it sounds like there there still may be some shit going on it doesn't feel to you and 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 maybe you just got to go back and hear it again to, to hear my perspective but it feels really honest. It doesn't feel like he's just saying those things just because it sounded good or whatever. YBL sounds really honest on that on that track. Like this is this is he really means this shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, that <clears throat> that yeah, it's funny because like when I was listening to that one earlier when we were talking about it offline, I, I this thought came over my mind where I was like, man, we don't we've grown so accustomed and so used to to just Bone Thugs and Harmony being such amazing lyricists. And I know we're talking about YBL, but I'm just I heard the YBL's part and then it blends into Busy's part, and I just remember he thinking like, it. yeah, I was like. It. I was like, dang, this guy's been doing this forever, and he's still, it, it just, this one thing is, it blows so many rappers out of the, like, entire careers out the box, and, like, even, you know, there's a, like, like we were saying, there's some busy albums, you're like, eh, whatever, but throughout this album, like, every track, even if it's a song that you're like, oh, this isn't, as we were talking about, it's, there's not that many, like, super solid gold hits, but the album tracks are good, it's like a really good album. That's what I was saying. It's like a just push play, but the 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 deliveries were so spoiled that we don't appreciate the intricacies that Busy's doing, um, the different tonations of his voice, um, the patterns. I mean, just his his style on this song, all we got is each other, is completely different to his style on Stalking Me. It's completely different yeah. to his style on Enigma. It's completely different to Carbon Monoxide. You know, this is a completely different to alpha, uh, alpha mentality. Like his style flips in so many different ways on this album. You know, whereas like you listen to a Mob Deep album, you're hearing one style for the whole entire album, a Nas album, one style for, for 60 minutes. Alpha mentality, uh, uh, carbon monoxide is it's the same guy doing a bunch of different styles throughout, and where it's but it's not too crazy to where you're like, damn, I mean, you know, one it's it's cohesive it's consistent and it's it blends very well and we don't appreciate the talent level because we're so accustomed to it yeah i i agree with that i i had said that that that's actually a great segue um it's a great segue in into uh <laughs> the crazy bone album if we even have time to talk about that because you know i i was saying that to you about about crazy bone which is i don't appreciate this guy for the level that he brings it when i yeah. when i first started listening to the new quick fix uh because because that was the next thing that you know that i had to listen to after carbon monoxide and when i when i listened to the new quick fix i was immediately unimpressed now before everybody loses their mind I was unimpressed because unless fucking Crazy Bone delivers you a 10, you don't even realize the level of amazing that you're hearing. I'm sitting here listening to fucking Grand Slam 8.5s, 9s, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm not even giving it the light of, you know, day. And I'm like, bro, you need to bring this shit back and listen. And and it was so crazy because I was listening to my girl and I had just and I'll save this piece, but I just heard a song that I really fucking enjoyed. And, and so it drops into the next song and I'm not even appreciating the next fucking song because I had finally got what, what, what grabbed my attention. So I didn't even appreciate the next song. She's like, this is a really good song. And I, and I brought it back and I listened to it and I was like, wow, this is a good song. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm fucking off right now. I'm not, I'm not really, you know, I'm not giving this what I should be giving it because he delivers at such a high level all the time, all the time, that unless it's a fucking 10, you're, you just, you don't even give it its fucking props. And, and 8.5 should be blowing my fucking mind. And I'm just like, well, that's what he does all the time, bro. 
Like this, this crazy bone doesn't deliver less than that. In fact, it would have been more notable if I would have heard a song in there that I felt like was like mediocre as fuck. Um, which they're, they're not verses on that. I thought the hook, um, on my uh euphoria the uh, you know that that bored me but then like the verses were good but it's like it would almost stand out more if he had something that kind of sucked i'd be like yo that that caught my attention because it sucked so uh it, everything was at like a really high high level for me and i had to go back and really listen to appreciate it crazy bone is um he, that, that guy's a gift I haven't got a chance to see what the Bone fans are saying about this. First of all, how long ago did this drop, Johnny? Couldn't couldn't be quick, that long, right? Quick fix. Um, it was right around the time Carbon Monoxide. Says August. Says August. Yeah. Says August twelfth. Okay. So dropped in August. So it's been out. How how do fans feel about this? Are they loving it? I I saw a mixed bag. Like so, so I seen a couple guys. They were like. You know, this isn't really what I'm checking for. It's an experimental album. So before I even say how the fans feel, I'm I'm happy Crazy made it. Like, I could see Crazy's trying to, like, test the waters to say, like, hey, man, I'm kind of into some different kind of stuff now. Um, here, here it is. I th- I think it was a little too different for, for, for some fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you imagine if, you know, as we talked about the, the two, you got the thuggish, ruggish, and you got the harmony. And if you're, like, in it, for the bone thugs and not in it for the harmony this album you probably wouldn't like it uh but if you're into the harmony and you're into like crazy bone experimental things there's a lot of experimentation on this album in in a way where it almost feels too experimental or or not experimental enough (laughs) like he's experimenting with different kinds of songs but they're not experimental enough for instance like the first time you heard mo murder on mo thugs that was a new side of Crazy Bone we never heard before. We're like, mm-hmm. in fact, we never even heard a rapper kind of do that kind of stuff. And it's like, yo, this is, I like this, man. I, am I allowed to like this? This is cool shit. Like, this is, this is, man, this is this dude giving his soul, man. He, he's trying something new. And this, it doesn't, there's no Mo Murder level uh, aside from that one track, but even that isn't like it. Um, it's just like it's kind of it's the quick fix. So this is what I want to say, because a lot of people are like, "Yo, carbon monoxide blows quick fix out the box," and it's like, "Yeah," because carbon monoxide is a real album. Quick fix is a mixtape. You know, it's it's the quick fix. It's 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 greater than a mixtape, but it's not quite an album. So these are like the cuts from the next thing Crazy's working on. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's got to be judged as a mixtape, not as a as an album, and um, it's uh, it's 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 a different album, and I just a lot of people that aren't into the experimental. To those people that don't like the Crazy Bone album, I'm like yo, just get a Lazy Bone album. You know what you're getting there. The por- the purpose of Crazy Bone albums is to have your uh, sense of music challenged because he's an experimenter and he's going to give you, you know, the ex- it, 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 calling him eccentric isn't the right word because Busy's eccentric, but Crazy is a, a connoisseur and he likes to taste different flavors of music and that's what happens here but it's just it's not on par with his experimentation in the past I, in my opinion it's good it's a good album it's like i was saying we don't appreciate the talent when you go back and listen to quick fix listen to it. he's he's doing singing 
he's he's saying positive messages in the album. So everything I wanted Bone to do, he Crazy Bone's doing it now. I should be self-fixed too, like like it's the next coming because it's everything I said I wanted. But there's something, I don't know, there's something missing with it. I don't know what it is. There's something well, missing. It's good. It's good, but it's just like like I, I, it, it's not blowing I mean, my it's face. The first is the first quick fix like highly revered like i mean are fucking people just losing their fucking minds and burning down buildings over the less drama i was I, I well i will i mean <laughs> i'm still like like so dude, that's a good point like which do i like better quick fix one bro apply the pressure pressure apply the pressure is one of the best crazy bone songs one of not the best but one of the best yeah it was a great it was a great song but what about the what about the rest of that by the way i always thought that that should be a a busy bone beat yeah 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 (laughs) so so you got um apply the pressure is is, to me is the best track but like if you include cashing out on that album because it is on like the bonus feature of the cd you got that yeah but that's not um, even his song that's that's not even his song right. though. That's somebody else's song. You know, so right. it's just like uh so this Wait. but th- this is what I'm driving at though. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Even if quick the first quick fix, even if the first quick fix has some great songs, when you say crazy bone albums, when you say thug mentality nineteen ninety-nine, when you say thug on the line, when you say I, I would even say like the Gemini album, like do the quick fixes come to mind when when you're talking about those albums, even the first one? Yeah, bro. Uh, so, so for instance, the the greatest answer to your question, <laughs> the best way to answer that is the best song quick two <laughs> is a song that's supposed to be on fixed tape volume three. You know, the uh, waiting for never, <laughs> or maybe that was fixed tape two. Um, Waiting for Never is the standout track on Quick Fix 2, and that song came out 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the best part of Quick Fix 2 is something from Fix Tape 3. And I just, I group all that shit, you know, the the fix, the fix tapes are all kind of grouped together to me. Like, like, they're good, but I, you know, I don't consider any of them albums. I don't think you're supposed to. And the the Quick Fixes kind of fall into that group to me like i take them serious but i don't feel like crazy bone put his all into them i i think it's what it says it's the quick fix he's like oh you know fucking i know you motherfuckers want want this real good you want to roll this real good shit up right now uh but this real good shit ain't ready so i'm gonna give you this bowl pack of this shit so y'all can smoke on this while, while we get it started and uh you know it, I, I listened to the quick fix, uh, the the new one. Mm, I would say for me, I, I mean, it definitely, you know, the, the way the last quick fix started, because it comes, because that the first one came out the gate with apply the pressure, right? No, um, I think another level might have, another level had a music video for where he's rapping in his store. And then there was a um, fly away or the, um, uh, flying through the sky. What the heck was the name of it? The, the, the Quick Fix One had solid tracks on it, and and even it was um the the one where they were drinking. It's like it's, the, it the, starts. It starts with Apply the Pressure though. That's the first track. Sure, wasn't another level. 
Yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I'm uh, another level is number three. I'm looking at it. So, so it starts with that. You know, I, I, I think that was the right way to start it. Is, is really what I'm getting at. Um, I didn't think this one started the way that I, that I needed it to start. It's not. That's, the kind of, you know, it was kind of boring. Um, but again, I wasn't giving crazy, and, and you may be doing the same thing. He delivers at such a fucking level that it's like you're not impressed unless he's giving you the full fucking grand slam. It's like the guy will give you a home run and you're just like, yep. Yep. Babe Ruth. We know you hit home runs. Good for you. Good <laughs> for you. And, and that, that makes us shitty fans, bro. Like the, that makes us shitty fucking fans because once I went and reinvested myself in, into the quick fix, the, the new one, again, I'm, I'm not saying this thing's thug mentality 99. Um, but I felt better about it. Uh, what I want to know, what I, what I ask about, because again, I this is the first time I've logged in really uh, to to anything was for us to to do this. Um, what what is what is your favorite song on on this one? Is it is it just the re-release of Waiting for Never? And if that is your favorite on it, because that's been a favorite even before it was fully released, with the exception of Waiting for Never, what is what is your favorite? So it's a couple, and and let me qualify them all. So major greater captures like what I've been. I I was saying bad things about this album, but this actually, in theory, is what I've been saying I wanted, right? Um, so major greater, it's a it's a chilling track. I would like my euphoria if it wasn't so repetitive. Like actually, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. euphoria is what the I want. The verses are great. Like I want more. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's the repetitive parts is just too much. It's like, oh my man, I, I, if you just took away like two of the repetitive parts, but my euphoria captures what I'm looking for in a Crazy Bone song, just less repetitive. If it had more variety, um, or or less, just less less repeating. But my euphoria captures what I wanted. So like initially, I was like, that's my track, but then I'm like, man, I just I can't. I need more variety on that. But that's the style I wanted. Um, I really, 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 really liked uh, Fraud, but I, I that one could get old real quick, but I think it was a standout um, experiment. I, mean, I was talking about this experimentation. Fraud is like so tremendously experimental. And uh, I remember that was the first track I put on and my wife heard it. She's like, oh, crazy. Done she, he's doing some new stuff. And I thought so too. That's the one, right? That, that's the one that, um, that's the one you were liking, right? that's my favorite on the album is fraud. Uh, yeah. And I was going to, I was going to ask you about that because it's so unboned that I'm like, Oh, this is either motherfuckers either love this as much as me, or this is getting torn apart. Um, my, my guess is that it's getting torn apart. I know that bone fans don't like when it doesn't sound just like some bone shit. Um, I really loved fraud. I, I can I can count all the reasons why that bone fans probably don't love it. But if, if you break down crazy's delivery, like skip all the other shit, skip the, the, the silly chorus and the, the jagged beat. Crazy's delivery on that, top notch. He's he's giving you top notch delivery on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if anything, it's something new. And it was delivered good. So back to my story about the experimentation. Crazy experimented there. 
and actually delivered a solid track. It's a memorable track. It's a standout track. That's like a single almost, right? Like if you had to pick a single from the album, I'm pretty sure you're picking fraud. I'm picking fraud as the single um, just because it's, it's current. It's got a current sound to it. Um, it's got a cool beat and uh, it even has like, it just sounds, it sounds like something strange music might make uh, or, or another rapper. So like, it was cool to hear crazy on something that's current. Um, whereas like, you know, I call it the, the granddaddy style where he's, um, you know, he's kind of like on some of these other tracks. It's I've seen him do this a lot is he's, he's doing like these old like 70s kind of sounding songs, singing songs, which I'm cool with, you know, branch out, make an Anthony Henderson album, but uh, like a singing album. Um, but it's just I don't know. It was it's a quick fix. But fraud is dope. Fraud's dope. I just the chorus gets like a little tiring on multiple plays, but it's cool. The first time you hear it, you're like, whoa, what's going on here? Something different's happening. So I fraud is dope. Cool fraud. I, I liked fraud so much that when all that I've learned came on, like I immediately didn't even give it any love. I was like, how the fuck can I listen to this now? Um and then and then I had to go back and, and re-listen. And uh that that's actually one of my favorites on there too. The the hook is whatever to me, but the verses, I felt like the content on the verses was great. Um the content on the verses of, of all that I've learned was great. Major Greater was great, Waiting for Never was great. When when you had first told me about Major uh or Waiting for Never, and and I had said this in our pregame, but I don't think we got a good chance to talk about it. So we'll we'll talk about it right now. Um and, and I might have misunderstood this, but I was getting the impression that, that you didn't like the full release of Waiting for Never. Did they change something? Is there something that, yeah. that you don't like about it? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. That, yeah. So so they modified everything about it. The sonic sound to it, like the EQs are different. The chorus, they completely crazy changed the pit, like the, the octave that he's singing the chorus in. So it's it's like three octaves higher or maybe two higher than the original version, but they added in like this, like effect to it that kills, like the original version has like, it's not, it's not that it's raw, but it has a natural sound. Whereas this version has like a compressed kind of sound. Uh, I don't even know if compressed is the right word, but there's an effect, like a, like an overall EQ effect that modifies how it sounds. I don't know if the word sonically, but, uh, they they killed the the original EQ to it, and Crazy's chorus is different, and it's so different that it's so noticeable. I mean, it's it's not like <laughs> the only thing I could tell you, and I'll just do it in code word. It's the difference between not this is not even accurate, but I was gonna say sacrifice. You know, the different the original version versus the Shana version, <laughs> but uh -huh. it's, it's not that because because it, it's the same guy, but the the tone change it's it's like it's obvious um it it's kind of like okay new waves the song waves is, is it so much that you're not enjoying it is, is, is it so much that you're not enjoying it yeah to be honest i'm not enjoying it <laughs> i'm not enjoying it and i waited i waited for never and because it's, it's not just one thing it's if it was just like the different octave on the chorus It'd be, it'd be one thing, but it's, I could live with that, but it's the way they changed the EQ that killed it for me. It, it completely mm. changes. Because, you know, if I was you don't talking know what about, like, talking about, 
what what video what video is it at the end of oh it's at the end of um so hard to get so hard to let go fuck any bone yes. fan wouldn't know that so hard to let go yeah yeah i'm, I'm, at the I'm end a of bone summer. fan that didn't know it yeah uh, um, yeah, well, no, but I mean, I mean, out there, yeah. So, yeah, so hard to let go, and then it blends into waiting for never. I mean, I could still enjoy it, but every time I'm listening to it, I'm just thinking, like, man, like I keep envisioning the decision process. Like, hey, you know what? These people have been waiting for this song forever and ever. Let's change it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, and and I think it's funny. Of- I, remember, I remember us talking to Shutter. <laughs> And you, you just put shudder through this fucking abrasive questioning, trying, trying so hard to get the answer, and and you could tell shudder felt so bad that he had no answers for you. Oh uh, well, we finally got. I mean, I'm happy to finally find out how the story ends, <laughs> and uh, but it's it'll grow on me. It's like this, you know, all all the times that you've made modifications to to your body of work, and you know, I initially yeah. been like, ugh, but then over time. Yeah. I forget about it and I get over it. So like, if you ask me the same question a year from now, I'll probably be like, Oh yeah, I'm listening to waiting for never all the time. I don't even mess with the original no more. You know, it's, it's just going to yeah. take time because you figure I've been hearing it for 10 years and then you finally get the full version and they flip the EQ, they flip the course, you know, so, so that's all I'm saying. So you would be with the majority of bone fans saying, and and while and while it's an unfair comparison, or or we feel like they're not the same comparison, you you would say carbon monoxide is edging out quick fix level two. It's not even edging out. It's is clearly ahead of quick fix two. I mean, it's an album, so I like. I don't feel it's it's fair to compare the two because one's a mixtape, one's an actual album. So uh, I'm 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 saying carbon monoxide is a better album. And quick fix, and that's coming from by me saying that that's coming from the guy that, you know, I, I, crazy crazy bones number one and busy bones number two, on my on my hierarchy, um, but busy bone has put in more work uh, to uh, get in shape to get current, and um, I think busy wins this round for the first time over crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm taking busy bone this time. Yeah, I know crazy. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. If if what John's saying is true, which is we're we're comparing a warm up to a to an album, um, I I will say that you gotta you gotta watch yourself. Then if this is a warm up, I've I've seen Busy's warm ups and and they're usually considerably less than than this Quick Fix album is. So we better keep that blaze um, that that blaze weapon in his arsenal um you know going forward because if this is a crazy bone warm-up it's a fuck of a warm-up what he's gonna do for an album is gonna be top tier uh top tier now i haven't got a chance to listen to annihilation but that's next on my list i'm gonna listen to annihilation but i will say this with quick fix level two being out with carbon monoxide being out with annihilation being out with new flesh and bone tracks dropping all the time with Busy Bone on a tour, with Bone Thugs and Harmony on a tour. 
I can say on behalf of all fans that while we love every one of these projects and it's great to sit on this podcast and talk about another Crazy Bone Quick Fix or another Busy Bone album or whatever the newest Flesh and Bone drop is, for the love of God, Bone Thugs and Harmony, if there was any time for you guys to reunite and give us a brand new album, it's motherfucking 2020. We've waited. We've listened to all these things. All these albums are great. I love every time you drop one. I'm going to support every record. I'm going to listen to every CD, every digital that drops. I'm going to give the 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 light of day. I'm going to give it the time. I'm going to make sure that I thoroughly listen to it. But the elephant in the room, the thing that isn't being said, the thing that we're not harping on, the thing as we clap for every single one of these solos that's not being said, is that time is running out to give us another classic Bone Thugs and Harmony album so for the love of god for the love of easy e for the love of eternal for the love of rob j please bone thugs and harmony get back in the booth and give us an album in 2020 with all five of you because the fucking solo albums are ridiculous and i say on behalf of every bone fan that that's not what we want to hear and anybody that says different is lying we are ready for a brand new bone thugs and harmony album nobody at me i don't want to hear it if you're not behind that motive you're not talking about what i want to talk about in 2020 in 2020 it's bone album or shut the fuck up yeah amen amen and event has it been 10 years since i guess world war three counts as is that their last album oh no i guess new waves is considered a it's not a bone thugs and harmony album right right it's just and, bone and, thugs. And, and well, I know a bunch of fans do not count World War Three. You know, I count it as <clears throat> very loosely. You guys have heard me go in about this album, you know, multiple times. Um, but because it's not, it's it's not, it's not. That's not like an actual album. It was the start of an album. It could have been a great album, but then it was left in the air, and then it was frankenstein put together and it wasn't what it should have been so is a a group album sure is it a real group album no let's not bullshit is new waves a bone album no not not to me it's it's always a crock of shit when new waves gets counted as a bone thugs and harmony album and you don't count every single bone brothers album as a bone thugs and harmony album (laughs) shut the fuck up what are you talking yeah. about? Like that, 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 that's not the last real Bone Thugs and Harmony album that we got is almost ten years ago. Flesh and Bone yeah. is fresh out of jail after a ten-year hiatus. So you're telling me, in the amount of time that he was gone, we could release Resurrection, Thug World Order, Thug Stories, Strength and Loyalty. And then get unified out. And then in the 10 years that he's been here, we haven't been able to get more than one real album. Guys, as a hardcore fan, as a huge supporter, as somebody that just spent two hours talking about solo albums and praising everything from the content to the beat to sound effects. In 2020, 
We need an album. John, you've been a Bone fan for a long fucking time. We're talking you've been a, a Bone fan since they were creeping on a come up. 1994. It's about to be 2020. What do you think the chances are? Knowing the current state of Bone Thugs and Harmony, seeing that Busy just put out the Carbon Monoxide solo, seeing that he did the Carbon Monoxide tour at the same time that they were doing a tour, I assume from your footage, Busy Bone wasn't at this group, uh, the at this group show that you saw. What do you think the chances of us getting a Bone Thugs and Harmony album in 2020 are? I think if if Busy was was mentioning in the Breakfast Club about get uh of the members regaining their rights to the music. I don't know if it's after 25 years, contracts expire. Some, somehow they're getting some kind of rights. I don't know if it's to the masters or if it's a portion or what they're getting. It sounded like something's expiring from Ruthless and they're going to actually gain some kind of, um, not, not quite ownership, but I think they're going to gain something which would then make it business-wise make sense for them to make another, another album. I, the thing God. is, if they're going to, if they're gonna, but but he didn't say it like that. He just he briefly mentioned it, and and it just sounded like it was just for. I'm not sure the details, but I think something yeah, like yeah. that. If that happened, if if some kind of rights went back to the original creators, then uh, then they'd have an incentive to do it. But this is what I think too. Since they're constantly touring, you should put out an album. Like why keep touring around? If you don't, if you don't have a new album to tour with, they do have singles though. So, like I said, at that concert, and they have a plenty of body of work to perform. But I just think if you're they gonna do. be touring all the time, at least promote and, a, a and, new group album. And then I remember them talking about, hey, we're just gonna. If you remember during More Than Thugs, they were like, look, this wasn't, this isn't for an album. We're just, you know, we're trying out some singles. Even Everything 100 wasn't actually for world war three it, it, it got fucking thrown on there later on like they've just been trying the singles thing and i think we live in a digital very single driven world but as i established earlier when we talked about the fact that blaze understood the little things that we want as bone fans that we as bone fans want an album that we want the website with the skull to click that we want all that extra shit then we need to also, in the same thought process, understand that while we're not the same fans as everybody else, we actually want the album. We will actually go with the album, that it's not about the single, and that we shouldn't be trying to strike a brand new fan base in 2020. We should be rejuvenating and reinvesting in the fan base that you've had for 20 plus years that you know is going to pick this album up. If a Bone album was announced tomorrow, people would go fucking crazy i just saw snoop and bone took a picture together they've been doing a lot of shows together bone is i'm not gonna say as relevant as they've ever been but the relevancy of bone thugs and harmony is has been riding at a high for for years in terms of you remember when it was always we're back we're back we're back i don't think they've had to say we're back for a long time. Uh, I think that Bone has been in in their place, their OG's place, and uh, you know it, it's it's been a while. And I'm just ready. I'm ready for a real album. I'm ready for a real album. Let's get DJ Unique in there. Um, you know we've we've tried I, I, all I this. Other... I think it's bit, I think there's just bit, like the right business thing has to come along because. Um, you know, as you see from that footage, I went 
to the show in 2019 September, Orlando, Florida, of all places, and it was packed. The whole freaking place was packed. Bone fans in Disney World. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's Bone could fill up Disney World. It was it was Universal Studios, but you know we're in Disney World, Orlando, Florida, and they packed that place. And um and and then they played you know a couple years earlier in 20 I forgot what year it was, but I, I put the footage up. I went to this small place in Fort Pierce, Florida. You probably never even heard of the place. And that, I mean, it wasn't packed like Orlando was, but this 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 place that nobody's ever heard of was packed. Everybody came to see Bone. No matter where they go, somehow they still have a they could always sell out. Uh, and I don't know why they don't just do an album. Why? Why not? They did all this other stuff. They do promote their solos. Like, you know, I'm at this Bone Thugs and Harmony show. And Lazy Bone's like, yo, go get my solo album. And I got another solo album coming out. And then Crazy's like, yeah, Quick Fix is coming. And and uh, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, how about it's it's so much less effort to make a group album than it is to make a solo album. So you guys would rather put all this additional effort of having to do three verses, getting all your own beats, doing it all yourself, than to just do one fifth of the work and do a group album. And make I think everybody it's the bar. The happy. You know, the bar is set high too when you when you think yeah. of it in those terms, right? Like we we were able to just sit here and and tear down two solos. And well, they put their whole time and effort into these solos. It's like, I don't think the blow of, you know, let, let's let say, which, which by the way, I, I thought both of those records were good. Quick quick Fix 2 and uh, Carbon Monoxide, no matter which one somebody likes more or less, I felt like they were both very solid. Uh, but let's say one of them was total dog shit. Um it would hurt to sit here and say, hey, carbon monoxide was dog shit, right? But you could move on from that because if if we're if we're speaking factually, there's been dog shit busy bone albums before. But it would hurt a lot after 10 years if they put a bone album out and we were like, what a fucking pile of shit. And it's impossible. And and they, they and, keep, and if it's all of them, it, they when it's all of them together, have they ever the Unifive album, the songs that have all five of them on them, none of them are bad. And but, I mean, if they even all. But again, though, I'm just, I'm just saying that the the level, if you're them, if you're them, yeah. you're like, what else do we have to prove? It, yeah. it, it it's kind of like when they keep getting uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. to take fights. He's like, bro, I've been undefeated. Like the the only thing I have to lose is actually fucking losing. Uh, yeah. You know what? Why? Why? Why do this again and possibly lose, you know? So, so I do see the perspective of, you know, why, why possibly fuck this up? But for me, it's like, it's a little fucked up <laughs> because like, like we pointed out, if you exclude new waves, which you're, you're a living, breathing boner. If you don't exclude new waves from the bone thugs and harmony discography, uh, then we got the world war three and that's just not the way to, to end. That's, and to be honest, like like nobody feels like Unify was really an all five member album cohesively from front to back. You know what I mean? Like it no. feels, it has like a we heavens movie ish. You know, like if it, and and in fact, you know, even Resurrection <laughs> doesn't feel and Thug World Order. None of them. The last real Bone album we got was Art of War, which is crazy. To say. 
<laughs> That's the last time we really had all five there. I mean, you had all five on Unifive, but not really. Because like, some songs have just well, three guys on it, and it's just verse, chorus, verse, chorus. It's not that same bone style, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and we've and, talked about that, how, how Unify got, got fucked up. Uh, I, I made reference to the think tank earlier and it was like the think tank was almost completely fucking ignored because if we, I think if we would have got the think tank version of, of unified, um, it would, it would have been different, you know? Uh, it, so here, here's a question for you and the fans then. Okay. It says busy's got, from what I hear, he's he's got the next two years booked, right? So I don't think he even has time to do a group album. So what would you accept and would you go along with and would you support and would you still pull your hair out for a Bone Thugs and Harmony album that doesn't have Busy Bones? So if it was just crazy, lazy wish and flesh, would you be okay with that? Um... Would you be I, looking forward to it? Like, would you be excited? Because, to, to, I mean, we were excited to get Thug World Order. We may not have liked it, but we knew that Thug World Order was missing flesh, right? So it was just the four guys. I, I, well, I would be excited. I would be excited no matter what to know that there was a true blue, real Bone Thugs album coming. But I wouldn't be as excited. Like, I mean, there's, there's no, you know, I don't think, and anybody that says that they would be as excited for a four-member No Busy Bone Bone album in 2020 as they would be for a full, you know, five-member thing is fucking lying. You know, that that's that's impossible. I, I think that I would be excited. I would give it its, its just due. Um, but I also think that I would sit there and go, man, Busy Bone would have sounded fucking dope on this song. Yeah. Yeah, I, how good? I mean, if you could really get now, think about this too. These guys are in their forties now. I mean, you know, and, and they all have. I think they were explaining. They're like, yo, we all have like our own schedules. It's it's so hard to book all five people to be there to to go through the process. Um, but man, it would really be nice to have an all five. Like, here here's what it is. Check this. I just just dawned on me. They finally gave us new waves, right? So so there's no more of this 20 years of wondering what a Crazy Bone, Busy Bone album would be like. I mean, whether or not anybody is satisfied with that album, at least it happened, right? So we got that Crazy Busy album. Now we know. Whatever we think about it, whatever, it happened. They finally gave us what we asked for. Now, people have been clamoring like, hey, man, we, we need a real group Bone Thugs and Harmony out, like a real thing. And with DJ Unique, too, if if possible. Like, just one time to redo it the way we want it, just to get us off your freaking case. <laughs> just to see what it's like. And um, it would be cool to just see how, if they could still pull it off as a group, all five members. But at the same like, as you were giving your example, I was thinking of, I'm like, man, you know, I was really satisfied with Strength and Loyalty. I was upset that Flesh and Busy weren't on it but it fulfilled me like strength and loyalty really fulfilled me. And I, and I was accepting of the three man group, hoping that Akon would get more time in it or Mariah Carey or whatever. I was happy with three. I was like, wow, with just three, it was cool. Imagine all you know, four of them, mine is busy or maybe busy on like three or four songs. If, if it was like that, basically like think resurrection, but replace, replace the role of crazy 
with busy, you know, so minimal, I, I want all five, but like at this point I'm willing to compromise. And, and it, to, to your point that you made earlier, this is the biggest part where I'm like, Fleshbone's been out of jail. You guys could have been capitalizing on flesh this whole time. Why? Why? Why haven't you capitalized on flesh? Why? I, th I think it's because the world's enemy missed the mark so fucking heavily. You know, if, yeah. if there was ever a time, and, and we've touched on this before, but if there was ever a time, uh, I, comp I compare, you know, I compare wrestling and rap music all the time, right? So Vince McMahon heavily missed the mark when when wwf bought wcw they had one chance they had one eminem moment for total annihilation of vince mcmahon to flex and show up on this other show vince mcmahon could have walked out on this show and just this 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 thing could have been handled in any way right uh but it was handled poorly and it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And once it was handled poorly, you, there was no handling it again. And Flesh and Bone going away at the height of, of Bone Thug's career for 10 years. And then the fans staying down for 10 years and him getting out and them having that that comeback album. That was a, a once-in-a-lifetime shot. Um, the hype around unified, you know, I, you, you couldn't get that hype around bone today. I don't believe, uh, the, the hype around unified, uh, with the think tanks and, and, you know, the flesh and bone documentary and all that, that, you know, that was so high for the mark to be missed like that. I, I do think that it puts a little bit of fear behind the process. Um, yeah, it's you know, to you know, me we're though. We're not factoring in. This is something we're not factoring in. Like, and this is a funny thing too. From from a bone perspective, the whole Migos beef, it's kind of like, eh, we don't really like it. But that's exposed bone to a, like a larger audience. To be, to, for, for example, uh, and it may be more more now, but the Busy Bone Breakfast Club interview, when I last checked, I think it had 1.1 million views on it. Mm -hmm. Busy's pulling in 1.1. Now maybe that's built into Breakfast Club. I don't know. I haven't checked the numbers on their other videos, but he still pulled 1.1 million into that interview. You know, he he a million people saw Busy Bone talk. You know, and, and for some of them, it might have been the first time in in like 10 years. So, you know, and, and not only that, that interview came out like like almost a month after the album dropped. So this is creating a whole hopefully a whole nother cycle of purchases for him and interest into the album so it's like it was like a smart delayed interview you had the initial rush of all the fans buying in and now he just got introduced to a million new potential people breakfast club is new york based so you know that that's a whole different um audience that may have been picking up on bone there who knows like what's going to come out of that the success of carbon monoxide we don't know how many conversations and how many deals may be getting made right now due to the success from that and due to the Migos this and Mary Lazy went number one on SoundCloud. Lazy's got Annihilation. He's got a whole nother thing. Bro, the, the fans were loving Annihilation. Real people do real things at all time. The whole place was saying it. So they knew his new track. And so 
they're doing I great stuff. Like we're hating on these solo tracks, but man, and Fleshbone, the Do You track, everybody knew that. And so like these solo projects are being successful for them. And I think maybe once they fill their, their pockets and, and get right, then they might be able to say, hey, let's do it. Let's do a group album. Plus well, throughout the well, success, listen. there's going to be somebody that's going to say, hey, we got to get these five guys back together and, and do it up the same way we did before. Plus if their movie ever comes out, You'll have that as well. So there's, there, I think there's so much still on the horizon and a possibility for Bone to still come back with a five-man group. Well, I'm not, I'm not hating on the solos. Like, let's just be clear. I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I, you know, I'm, I'm hating on this time. We, we have no control over the time situation. Uh, you know, we, we need to be, we need to be accepting of the fact that that these guys are are getting older um you you can look at busy bone the youngest the most untamed of all and you can see busy bones life is changing um that that kind of gives you a an eye in on how much the rest of them have changed. There's only so much time to put this record out. And that's why I have the big push, push, push for it right now, because I'm like, well, this is the hottest they've been in a long time. This is the hottest they've been. And and like you said, this Migos thing, uh, they're hot right now, you know, not as hot as they've been previously, but this is the hottest that I think Bone has been in a long time. Uh, this is the time to to do a, an album. Um, now I'm sure there's lots of logistics there, as that I, as a fan, or or us as fans, we don't understand. And I think uh, John's tried to to defend these logistics, and and I'm sure a big piece of it is just that the dollars don't make sense. Because if the dollars made sense to make Bone Thugs and Harmony albums, um, I think we'd be fucking crazy to say they wouldn't be right. Uh, So I'm sure there's logistics there that, that have to make sense, but I do believe it's the only thing that will really appease. Like, like they didn't like new waves, right? If let, let's say, let me, let me throw this at you. Quick fix two and carbon monoxide. They came out roughly the same time. Yeah. Within a month. Nobody was really happy with New Waves. Just just speaking generally, right? Like we know a bunch of us loved it. But nobody was happy with New Waves and it and it wasn't the Leatherface Little Rips album we wanted. If New Waves didn't exist and it was, you know, quick quick fix to carbon monoxide. And this was a, a group effort. So all those songs would have featured them together. Would would fans be happy and, and we'd be in a good place? I mean, like if, if that so if, if, if they that, got blended. Yeah, so New Waves didn't exist and these two albums were, were together and they were together. Is that the album that that we would have no. so so in other words, is that the album that that Bone fans have wanted from Busy and no. Crazy? No, no, and and see, so it's impossible. That's that's my point. New waves wasn't what they wanted. Quick fix, fucking two, and carbon monoxide. We just sat here and and slapped them on their fucking asses and gave them fucking participation awards. This entire thing, 
But I just said, hey, if Crazy Bone was on every Carbon Monoxide song and Busy Bone was on every Quick Fix song, is that the Crazy and Busy album that, that we all wanted? And you said no. It no. doesn't exist, the thing that we're looking for in 2020. The only thing that's going to get you up out of your seat, and this isn't the shit on any of their solos, New Waves didn't do it, Carbon Monoxide didn't do it, Annihilation didn't do it, none of it's going to do it. The thing that will stand them up out of your seat is when they say all, all five. And when you said, could you do it if it wasn't busy? Yeah, you could do it. And I'd be excited and I'd play it, but I'm not going to stand up out of my fucking seat until it's all five of them. Yeah. And I hope, I hope when they do it, I hope this shit comes out of nowhere. <laughs> like I hope all of a sudden there's a single that just comes like, there's no, nobody on the BTNH board knows, nobody knows except like people that, that made it. And then just, just like, like it naturally happened. Like all of a sudden you see this advertisement for the bone album i don't even know how we'll see it because we don't buy magazines anymore but like somehow there's like a trailer and it says you've been waiting for a decade Boom. five true thugs from the double clock and you're like what so if they do it like that and it's just they hit you with this coming attraction for it and then and then it just happens and it actually drops on the release day that they say it is you know to, to really recapture that old spirit that would be dope but but you made an excellent point it's like they tried every other option. They've exhausted every other option but the five group, five man groove album, and none of them are satisfactory. Even a mm -mm. crazy bone, busy bone, new waves album with Steve LaBelle's help and the highest production quality available at the time, and five music videos, <laughs> and potentially and a documentary. And, a documentary. <laughs> and we're still like, eh, it ain't what we wanted. And, 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 you know, to your point, like, as you were phrasing that, I started to realize, see, to, to qualify carbon monoxide, it's, if there wasn't 15 years of subpar busy bone album, I don't know how well carbon monoxide stands up. Like if carbon monoxide dropped in 1990 or in 2000, I don't know if we would be celebrating it the same way we're celebrating it now. More of it's like, it's a life raft. It's like, oh. Thank you for saving us. And um, well, I, I, I think that the reason for that is, is because <clears throat> the things that are special in carbon monoxide, if it would have been released back then, they weren't special. They were the norm. So right. the things that make carbon monoxide special are that he went back in and he understood what we wanted. That would have been considered the norm yeah. back then. Yeah. Um so, so it may not have been as special because, you know, again, it goes back to the content. It goes back to that there isn't a Thugs Cry level song on it. So, uh, yeah, we it may not have been as revered, but, you know, we we can't compare '98 and 2019 Busy Bones um, like like that, uh, you know. Blaze did what he did because he understood what it should be because it got so far off from that. I, I would venture to say that if Bone did another album, even if even if uh, even if Unique is doing the production, a, a, a guy like Blaze, you know, and this would never happen because of the hierarchy of Bone, and this is where the shit the shit doesn't work out. But Blaze Blaze should probably be the executive producer of that album. 
Blaze understands yeah. the bone sound better than anybody else right now, with the exception of maybe Demiza. And Demiza only understands, you know, one third of the bone sound to to the perfection. Yeah. He, he nails the more than thug shit. You know, yeah. That 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 shit Demiz is gonna get a hundred out of a hundred times, but th- there's, you know, there's there's more layers to that. Yeah. Um, that's where you need unique, but even unique, pe- people don't like to admit it, but uh, you know, I keep it one hundred. Uh, you you know, unique isn't as in touch with that sound because even he has grown and evolved the same way they grew and evolved. He has grown and evolved. Um, the the move would be to put all five in a room, make unique. And Demiza, uh, you know, produce and of course, you know, try to try to bring in some of the other guys too, right? But I mean, those those are the big ones that that come to mind when I think about it. And let uh, let well, Tony C, you know, like, all, like the original Eternal cast, and you know, Tony C, and and maybe even you know, bringing in an old timer like Yella, he knows, you know, the the old elders remembered how to make real, you know, I, I don't know. And, and and actually, yeah, Avedon, Tony C's great. Yeah, and, and Avathon did a good job on New Waves. You know, I don't I don't know if he did the mastering, but like Avadon's listed as one of the key producers. I'd I'd include him too just to keep it current. And um, but and let me ask you this too. Here's a what if scenario. What if Crazy Bone in 2006, 2007, when he was approached by Swizz Beats, went ahead. And and said, you know what? I'll I'll do it solo, and and didn't keep it real for his boys. Like, what if? How how does the future pan out? If Crazy does that, um, if Crazy would have done that, which is something we've talked about a lot, right? That that Crazy Bone originally had a solo deal and and hung it out there and and wanted to get a deal for the boys, and he did, and that's why he put featuring Bone Thugs and Harmony on both of those songs. That it was just crazy. Uh, if crazy would have done that he would have there was a summer where twista got big again it was the summer that he did the uh jamie fox that song with jamie fox where they um yeah i vaguely remember the the gold the, the, the gold digger shit yeah um so that that uh that year twister kind of re-sparked so there was the initial twister run and then he was just kind of twister right like the fast guy and then and then he had a summer where he was kind of running with rockefeller records and he was kind of a big deal again and he was kind of finding new fans and shit and uh and and it was it was cool to have him on a feature because he would come blow it up and he had his summer and it and it you know it kind of relaunched him um and then it was over I think it would have been the same thing. I think it would have been the same thing for Crazy Bone. I don't think that we'd be sitting here talking about, wow, Crazy Bone really, you know, I, I don't think he had a new career is what I'm saying. I don't think he would have, like, Busta Rhymes, like, launched away from leaders of the new school in such a big fucking way that that he had his own huge career without them. Uh, I think that the summer of bone was going to happen no matter what, or that, that summer. And it would have just been crazy bone doing, I tried by himself or would have been, would have been bone. Um, but, but I think that year was, was all there was under the Swiss beats. And a lot of it had to do with, 
I was going to say he made the right move by by getting the group album strength and loyalty. You know, the, as we've said many oh, times, the album that saved that like saved the ship. You know, that saved the company. Oh yeah. Oh, I agree. And, uh, the, which is why the, the we're question, here twelve years later. The question I have is, at that time, Crazy Bone looked like he had the best. He had the best chance, right? Swiss Beats was was really kind of courting him to start. Um, he's got all this style. He he's real good. Uh, who who knows what the conversation was, but it kind of appeared like Swiss Beats wanted to really kind of push Crazy Bone to be be something huge. Uh, he put on for the group, and of course now here we are, 2019. My thought on it now is that busy bone is kind of in that in that spot right busy bones yeah. in that spot of do i do busy bone or do i continue to do bone thugs and harmony now what makes this situation unique and different from crazy bones is in a lot of ways you know this is like the last at bat for them um yeah. you know they they can they can rap and tour forever. I'm not saying that Bone, you know, uh, I'm not saying that Bone splits up or whatever. But you know, what I do mean by the last at bat is they they only got so many chances to to put out this record that we're talking about. Busy also only has so much time to make Jam TV blow up, to make Bloodline Harmony blow up, to get this last busy bone solo run that that looks i mean bro that you know this is his best chance if you're busy bone do you pull the crazy bone right now and focus in 2020 on the group or do you continue to invest in your career in the future of your sons and you know he he now has sons we're talking one year all the way up to you know the the ages of the, the kids in bloodline harmony um you know so we're talking what they must be in their early 20s uh what what do you do there if if, I, if you are yeah. if you know this that could be your last at bat are you going to take the time to do one more bone album and and if you hear me i'm a hardcore fan right i'm saying bringing unique <laughs> bringing blaze to make it sound like a bone album you said yeah. bringing avidon and i'm like nah stay the fuck away from that because i don't even want to hear that new shit this is a wasted record from from yeah. a from us you know uh, yeah bring, any do, do it the old style. style yeah yeah if you're gonna get back together you, know? you might as well you, you might as well go all the way and go all the way original uh, if those but, guys would even but, still work with them but that's not going to be beneficial to anybody but a hardcore bone fan yeah but okay they, but if if, if they, they do, recreated if they do, eternal today let's let's say they hooked up with unique and blaze and they go release an album not as good as eternal but pretty fucking good does that matter in 2020 oh i see what you're saying in the single base digital world well it, it would even pass, on the marketing you, that, that, I, that sound like new waves didn't matter would making the old bone sound matter um, I, I just, they did. I don't benefit for Busy Bone right now. I don't see any benefit for Busy Bone to do this right now. Here's the way I see it. This is what I see it, and and none, not a single one of them would agree with this. And probably only fans would agree with this. But I think if they want to be able to keep 
making this money throughout. I'd say for them to get a bad one deal, one album record deal with the machine where they barely make any money on the album and let the machine make them superstars again, at, you know, with the, mach the, the machine's way, right? So we're, we get Overdose with Bone. They have a super duper single, uh, but it's all five. They get the machine to do the photography, the imagery, the marketing, the 360, all the interviews, the, the, the movie, the, 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 the biopic, the documentary, the whole entire package, but it's not really business worthy for them to do it, but because all the money is being done for the promotion of it, but they don't lose money out of it. And then, um, and then be able to live the next 20 years off of that new masterpiece, which also opens up the entire back catalog, which also opens them up to release a gazillion more solo albums, which opens the path for bloodline. You know, it, like if they do one industry album where they totally get hosed on the business of it and makes a gazillion dollars for some record label out there, they don't see a penny of it, but they live off of it for the next, just like busy said, we, we, they get the off of Crossroads fame. I think they should just do that again, bite the bullet to buy, to basically get 22 more decades out of them. So they could be doing this into the sixties. And as crazy as that sounds, I'm pretty sure like Aerosmith did something like that. I'm pretty sure like the, the Rolling Stones did something like that as well. Although they probably got paid. I don't know, but I'm just saying they need to it, do a machine album. It's a tough decision no matter what now. The machine doesn't exist the way it once did. Um, I don't know, man. Kanye West, is, Jesus is King, is, is everywhere. Like, I can't even escape it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I listen to an Excel beat song, but, the next track is but Kanye But it's a different West. thing, though. That, that's because that guy is a part of – he's yeah. a part of – life machine. more than music he's but he's yeah. more than the machine when you talk about the machine you're talking about interscope records you know putting yeah. millions of dollars behind a an artist when you talk about kanye west you're talking about somebody that is part of social living there's people that know of kanye west and his antics that have never heard a fucking song like He's a different piece of the machine. When we talk about the, the music machine, the music machine's a little bit different in 2020. I think the person that is doing the thing that is the closest to that is, again, Busy Bone. He's, he's, he's really diving into social media. The thing that the machine thrives off today is how big is the plate that you're bringing to the table? See, before, they used to look for how good the talent was that we can exploit. Um, yeah. now they want to know how many fans are you bringing to the table already so we can throw money behind that. So I think busy bone is trying to build up his social media stature in a big way. You know, it's like, uh, it, 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 it's, ju it's just a different thing. I think, I think busy's doing the best job. Uh, I think after my rant about how bad I want an album, uh, from them, I can also see the writing on the wall why it's like, fuck, it must be hard for like Busy Bone to say, I want to do that right now. Um, you know, it, 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 it's just, I don't give a fuck who you are. It's disappointing to see Bone shows now that they're not all on. I just don't want to see that anymore. 2020. I don't want to see Bone Thugs and Harmony concerts that not all five of them are on. 
for whatever the fucking reasons are. Um, because it all goes back to time. I think if you listen close to somebody like Crazy Bone uh, and, and the things he puts in songs and shit, if you look at a guy like, you know, Wishbone, Wishbone's not a fucking Rolling Stone, bro. They don't, even if the machine gets reinvolved, do you feel like Wishbone has two decades of, of touring left? Does Crazy Bone look like a guy that wants to tour for the next two decades? I, I wish Wish is a tank, man. Yo, like I said, like I he said is, the first time I, I seen him, and then he yo, he is the show, man. Wish is still is. the heart of he that show, show. But but I don't think it's something that he wants to do for the next two decades. I think these guys have been really, you know, I, I think that they they want to level up to the next thing. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, so well, the, and, the and, 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 yeah, and you know, crazy. If if you really evaluate some of the stuff crazy says, he's like trying to get out. He's been trying to get out of the game since fix tape one. And then you, you think of his religious uh, perspective and, you know, who knows? I think they've all grown into their own individual people and, we keep making them a group and it's like but the other part of it too is if they ever wanted to do it they could probably do it with the snap of a finger if all five of them decided like yo let's make an album they could make a few phone calls and if anybody heard like hey bone actually wants to do it i'm pretty sure that that could happen with a snap of a finger you know what i'm saying yeah i think they just don't yeah, want it i think it's them that don't want to do it you know well well, so I, now I, let me let me let me let me throw this in there. We've been and this is a a complete side segue, but I want to make sure I let people know about this because I don't know how many people know. Uh, Google Play is a strange streaming music service because it's like anything goes there. I don't know who does the checking, what the heck, but there's a Crazy Bone album that's newer than Crazy Bone Quick Fix Two, I think. And the name of the album is Nothing Left to Prove. And I guess the single off of it is Just a Man. Now, I, I don't know what the heck this album is. It's like eight or nine tracks, and two of them are that like, kind of like on Thug Brothers 2, how there was just those acapella tracks and, and the Eternal Legend. But, but if you look it up, there's a Crazy Bone album called Nothing Left to Prove. The songs are like halfway mixed. <laughs> They're not even mixed that good. Um, it, it sounds very unfinished, but it's there. It has an album cover, and it's there. So I'm advertising, not that it's any good, but it's interesting. Crazy Bone, nothing left to prove. Look up that. I have a question, and, and then also Lazy Bone's got an album coming out called Lost and Found. I just got an advertisement from um, Harmony House uh, indicating that there's a Lost and Found. I mean, I heard that there's – I thought it was already out. When I got the ad for it, I thought, man, I, I thought that album was out already. But apparently it's still coming out soon, which is impressive because he just dropped Annihilation. I don't know why Lazy wants to drop another album right away. Like, hey, Annihilation just came out, but guess what? I got a whole other album, Lost and Found. So there's that. I got a, I got a question for you. Would you be interested in hearing a Bone album or, or a Crazy Bone album, a solo album of, of all cover songs? By by one by crazy and one by busy, solo tracks, solo albums where they just cover songs that you know are famous songs that they wanted to. Much like Guns N' Roses did a cover album back in the day, I think it was called like the Spaghetti Incident or something. Um, 
would you be interested at all in hearing a Crazy Bone or a Busy Bone cover solo album? Oh, only if they were like, I don't want, I don't want to hear them cover other rap songs. So no, only no, no, no. if they were like trying to cover like things outside of the rap world, then then yeah, I I would be interested to see their interpretation on songs that you would never guess that they wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd love. I I feel like Crazy Bone's been dying to do something like that, you know. And, and now, what Crazy would do, I probably wouldn't be into, because it's like '70s soul, and it's not my kind of soul. Like I I, I like '70s soul, but you know, the, what I envision Crazy doing, I'm I'd be like, yeah, that's nice. Like I like it, but I kind of wish he did something else. With Busy, like that would be just just the track list itself, like what he came up with would be, and this almost should be a, a bone question of the day for us to elaborate on this. Like, what would you want to see in a busy solo album? Like, right off the bat, I think of Prince, you know, he did Murder Me, and um, oh, 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 I wanted mm. to say this too. And, and this is going to, did you have anything else you wanted to say on the solos? Because I got a, a completely, like, unrelated question nah. to ask you. No, I'm, I'm done with the solos. Okay, so here's the question. Um, on car- carbon monoxide, back to carbon monoxide, on the carbon monoxide album, did, do you feel like the intro to Stalking Me is a reinterpolation of Bad Dream on New Waves? And I know that's kind of putting you on the spot. Like if yeah, you I, 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 I only listen. Yeah, I only listened to it at that one time, so it's hard for me to. You know, yeah, and I'm kind of like that. asking that, and I'm almost like asking the audience as well. Like, so next time, and I don't know if this has even been said. Maybe this is like a well-known thing. I, I just, I don't have. I'm working all the time, so I don't see the boards as much as I used to. But like, when I listen to Stalking Me, I'm like, oh man, because you know, I really like Bad Dream. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like the subject matter of Bad Dream, but I like the the vibe of it and the spunkiness. It's like a spunky track. <laughs> But like, but the instrumental to it is really nice. That the pianos and and the beginning of stalking me sounds. It doesn't sound identical, but it sounds like it's as if as bad dream ends, stalking me begins. And if you think of Busy's verse, like I feel like stalking me is the sequel to bad dream, even for the storyline. Like if you think of Busy's verse on bad dream, and then you think of stalking me. It's almost like it's either the sequel or the prequel. Like I'm not sure which order they go in, but I feel like like those songs are in the same timeline. So next well, time you hear stalking me, I think he's talking. I think he's talking about the same bitch. Like I, I think the same. You know, I I think a lot of that's the same real life topic for him. Um, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so that, that that makes sense to me because I I think a lot of that's you know really real 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 life. Yeah, and the music to it, the 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 subject matter and the music. So so see if you see what I'm saying. I really like that particular piano, like those those notes and the way it's played. So like I'm not I'm not saying it's a bite of Bad Dream. I'm saying it's a, if it is a sequel, that's a really cool. Like it was really cool how they did it. So just see if you yeah. see what I'm saying next time you hear, um, because that's dope. Um, you know, as far as like bad news goes, on is there anything you know the passing of of Rob J um you know i'm pretty sure that's been devastating uh you know i i'm sad that we never had a chance to interview him you know there was 
because he would have had the best, the absolute best stories. You know, uh, I'm a lot like, <laughs> I'm not exactly like Rob J, but but there's, he's the the historian. He was the bone historian. And, and I've always been the Cecil West historian as well as the 23rd Street historian and, and whatnot. So like I, I identify with, um, with the love that he had for bone. And um, so I just, you know, I send my condolences to whoever and it, I wish we would have taken up the opportunity to be able to hear Rob J's stories because it sounded like he had some really neat stories to tell. And, it's, and this is, you know, we were talking about time. We ran out of time on Rob J. I hope we don't run out of time on, on Crazy Bone and, 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 and all the greatness that Bone still has. As, as all the thousands of songs they've made, we, it always feels like they never reached uh, their, their pinnacle. So time and, and, and just in our own lives. So I, I hope everything, I hope we get everything that we can get. We lost Rob J. We don't get those stories. And um, just, you know, treat, make sure you don't wait, leave things for the future forever because the future may never happen. You might be waiting for never and then never ends. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I'm, I'm just going to say that the, the loss of Rob J, um, you know, we always talk about, uh, you know, Soldier Boy being an unofficial bone or, or whoever, but, you know, Rob, Rob J is like the, you know, the, the unofficial sixth dog. Um, you know, Rob, Rob means more than Bone Thugs and Harmony. Rob J means a lot to Cleveland. Rob J was a pillar in his community. Uh, Rob J believed in the old school way. And so he cared about preserving the history. Uh, and he also cared about making sure that we level up the present. Uh, so you saw that he was real active in his, in his community with the kids, with the athletics, uh, even just in the streets. But you also saw that the guy was real big in making sure that he kept the history of the, the football team that he played for and not just him, but all those guys that he shared the field with, uh, you know, he is a important piece of bone thugs and harmony. He's an important piece of Cleveland. He's a huge loss, uh, to that community, to that city, and definitely to this bone thugs family, uh, the, to see the way that it that hit them all, but, especially the way that it hit lazy uh rob j is just such a big piece of the background uh you know you heard us many times uh allude to the bone thugs and harmony tv network and he was a big the big push and the big piece behind that trying to make that happen um this is a guy that all the wildest merchandise and all the things that, you know, busy was too busy to save or that, you know, any, any piece of, of, uh, memorabilia that should have been kept over time that the, that the guys themselves overlooked, you know, in, in their moments of glory, Rob J put aside and kept, uh, this was the, this was the the big brother of this group 
at a time where they were vulnerable, when Mo Thugs were coming up, this was what we call Crazy Bone the leader because he was under the tray, or we call Lazy Bone the leader because that's what people say in the interview. Uh, so many people would tell you Rob J, Big Cuz, uh, president of of Mo Thug, president of Harmony House, that was the leader. Um, so you know, we we lost an important person, and and John touched on the time piece that I talked about, and and we missed that opportunity to capture Rob J's story, and uh, you know that that's the sad part about about what we do, is that that we got into this to to solidify this story and to make sure that we touch on every angle and that we that we hear every piece of the story and that it's cataloged and it's saved and we miss that opportunity and uh luckily for us um and luckily for rob j uh his family his friends uh he he was such a a big entity he was such a a larger than life human being that was involved with so many aspects of so many different people that luckily he didn't need beyond the harmony to tell his story and tons of people will will tell his story and the city of cleveland will continue to tell his story for for years to come and uh the last video i saw rob j is the last one that many people saw which was him riding in his car listening to crazy bone bone thugs and harmony chain around his neck and i think that's the way that rob j would want people to remember him and uh you know we we i send my condolences to cleveland to to rob's family to bone thugs and harmony uh i can't even start to understand what a big loss he was to all of them and and i think that i just put a uh, a pretty big perspective on it and i'm i'm not even touching the surface so rest in peace to to big cuz uh rob j uh that that is the the sad piece uh, of this and and even the the passing of rob j was was something that uh pushed me to to come back and and say that we we had to do another beyond the harmony so yeah that that Especially was uh, happening while we're on hiatus too, you know, so it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty wild. Um, I, yeah. Completely and he would switching. always pop in, you know, he would pop into the, the lives and, you know, he, he would give us some insight. Um, you know, Rob, Rob had his own network goals. So, so he didn't want to give us, you know, everything that he knew, but he, he would give us little insights and stuff. And, uh, you know, it's total, total loss. Um, big, and big my favorite, my favorite story that I know is that he kept the BNK, was it the BNK cigar? Yeah. And, and told the guys like, you know, one day you're going to thank me for keeping this cigar here. Whereas like, I guess yeah. they had a bunch of BNK cigars while they were filming it and everybody was smoking them and he had the foresight and like to think like, Hey, let's save a few of these as souvenirs to put in the future museum for bone like i they i think they were even thinking of starting like a bone museum or something and yeah that's uh, well rob was working on that the basically like a bone like hall of fame in in cleveland yeah and just that he had the, that kind of foresight especially 
you know, in a time of consumption at the time and like, hey, let's just, and he, he thought like, hey, you know what, Th this is a piece of history here. Let's keep this uh, cigar. So somewhere out there is a BNK cigar that, that Rob J made sure to save to, to preserve the legacy for a potential museum. You know, I don't know if uh, who will take up all the different, you know, roles that he took on. So someone's got to take up being the new heart and soul of the whole thing. So, um, you know, big loss and, you know, it's untold what was lost out of it. Just the foresight, um, the, the protecting the guys, he's very protective and, um, you know, so it's, it's a shame we didn't get to know him better, but, um, or at least bring his story, at least preserved on, on to be on the Harmony platform. But because we would, he, he even said, he's like, man, I got the questions, the best questions, the best interview. And uh, it's not going to happen. So disappointed. It's, it's too bad. It's, it's too bad, but uh, I'm happy to see uh, how much love and, um, you know, so, so much love on his Facebook page and uh just from the city of cleveland um he he meant more than bone thugs and harmony and and that i say that in the in the most respectful positive way possible that rob j wasn't just somebody that was the background player of these five guys rob j was a piece of their legacy and rob j made his own legacy in the city that he was from and that's what that guy wanted to do rob j wasn't about getting big and getting the fuck out of cleveland rob j was about making cleveland what he what he knew it could be and and he did that right up till his last day and uh i i got nothing but but lo uh love and and respect and i applaud that man and his life and his legacy so you know beyond the harmony wanted Absolutely. to make sure that we took the time to acknowledge uh the the life of of a cleveland legend absolutely and uh to lighten things up a bit that is you know is uh right before the show i seen and you guys might want to look this up because it's this is, this is borderline crazy there's an album there's a there's an artist named lay z bone he doesn't rap in english it's not even rap i don't know what the heck you classify it out as it's on Google Play. I don't know anywhere else is, but if you look up Lazy Bone, L-A-Y-Z Bone, there's oh, some guy God. out there. And, and, and one of his album covers is 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 like the Revolution album. Whatever Lazy album has the pyramid, I tapped on it because I thought it was Lazy's album. I thought like it was an alternate cover that somebody made, oh, and it's God. a completely different artist. <laughs> so there's that. And, and also wanted to... Um, you probably won't care about this, but maybe there's a few. Actually, no, this is bone related. I just found out the other night that TQ has come out with a new album in 2019, not to be confused with the one that he dropped either in 2017 or 2018. He, he dropped an album called Coming Home in 2017 or 2018. I think the Miz may have had a hand in that. Um, but he's got a brand new, well, not brand new, but he's got a 2019 album. And the name of it, is i forget the name but i listened to it so far the first couple tracks were really good on it um so if there's any other tq fans the same way that i am um it's called revolution tq revolution 2019 so tq is still doing it and i found this is another thing i found there's like four 
additional albums to uh, They Never Saw Me Coming. Um, they're like, I don't know if they're, there's like one, it's like a remix album. One is like all the cuts. One is like extended songs. So there's a bunch of like new TQ albums I'm finding. So I'm happy about that. TQ's made, you know, a couple tracks with Bone. So I feel like this is a Bone related topic. Also, um, there was something I saw. There was a, a question posed on the, actually, do you have anything to say about TQ and the um, Revolution album? Nope. TQ is cool, motherfucker. That's all I got. I saw, I saw a question on the BTNH board about somebody asked what they thought, like who's, they were asking the group, what do you think the, if you could pick one song that embodies the essence of Bone, like the mo- what's the most Bone Thugs in Harmony, Bone Thugs in Harmony song? Mm. <laughs> Isn't that a great question? That's like, a great what question. Song is I the, think that the is the most bone, bone song. Oh, you know what I mean? Man. Like, that's a great question of the day. And his answer, like, I thought it in my head. And when I saw him, when I saw what his answer was, I was like, that's exactly what I've thought in the back of my head, but I never knew how to say it. So before I give you his answer, which was also my answer that I completely agreed with, do you have one off the, like, spontly? Can you think of what the the most bone, bone song uh, is? I mean, I have spontaneous answers, but it's such a loaded thing that I, I shall not throw out a spontaneous, not thought out answer in this, for this video. No way. I will not throw out my spontaneous answer. Okay, so his answer... And, and you'd probably be surprised that I agree with this, but I've always felt this like and thought this. And so the answer was the everyday, everyday thing from the show soundtrack. That uh-huh. it's the, the most bone, bone song. And I completely agree with it. And when I saw it, I was like, th- when I, it's in fact, like when I saw it, I was like, this is actually what I think when I listen to everyday thing from the show in my head, I'm like, this is the most bone song of all time and so i agree with it i don't know if you guys agree with it i don't know if cecil west agrees with it but i think that was a stellar question and i guess that'll be the bone question of the day for this episode of beyond the harmony is what in your mind what is the most bone thug sounding bone thugs and harmony song Mm, that's a good question i i I would have to think that through I, i think that's a really good answer though I think that's a really good answer. Um, it, that's, mm, I think Shots I'm to the Double Glock, even though like Shots to the Double Glock has Mo Thugs members on it, I feel like like there's something about that song that feels very bonish. But then again, it's not. I don't know. Everything is is to me the best answer. Um, but like, I don't know. I think uh, you know the introduction on Eternal. I, I, I was gonna say bonish. like something something as simple as the introduction is volumes. yeah yeah uh, but but still though i i think his answer was very solid like there there are wrong answers to this okay <laughs> you, remember, <laughs> you know like unfortunately like we just th- there are some wrong answers and that's not one of them you know so while it may there there may be another good answer there i i feel his answer was definitely top notch yeah and and you know to to plug, I can't remember the names. The um the way uh the graveyard soldiers, 
I told you about, we talked about that already, right? How like that album cured my need for the East 99 style. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So like, like that whole album is the most bone song and it's not even bone, but everyday thing is, is my answer. Cecil's going to get back to you guys <laughs> with his yeah, answer. I, I don't I don't have to think on that, you know, because because you immediately want to go to something early, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Exactly. I, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know. I'd have I'd have to I'd have to think. I'd have to think on that. I think you gave a good answer though. Yeah. Now, um, I have a little reminder on my sheet of paper, uh, my notes here, to remind you to a uh, little busy soul. I don't even know what that means, but I had it jotted oh. in my notes. I think this is way back when we were talking. We were we were talking YBL Sinatra, um, at the early early in the show, and uh, I just don't know if we've ever talked about uh, Lil Busy's EP "Son of a Legend." Oh, I didn't even know he had one. He's yeah, got he's EP. got a little. He's got a little EP. It's been out for a while. It's called "Son of a Legend." Son of a Legend. Uh, right. Soul. And, uh, man, I, I fucking, I loved every song on it. It's just a little EP, but I loved every song. I love bloodline harmony. I love the fucking members. I love the, I love the old, I love that they make me think of bone now, not like bone doing songs now. Cause crazy bone songs still sound like crazy bone songs. Unless it's like that, that one that I guess nobody likes that I love. Um, but but these guys, the Bloodline Harmony guys, they they make me excited. Uh, so yeah, that that was back when we were talking about YBL. I I just wanted to point out how much I loved the Son of a Legend project. But because you've never heard it, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely tell you it's it's short. It like fits in a lippy lippy size serving, and uh, yeah, you you should check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna check it just to see what it's all I, like. That first um, Busy's in the house. That chorus just you know the repetitive. Repetitive courses, especially since it was already baked in my brain from Thugger Shrugger's Bone. Like, I, I just couldn't get past that. But I know Busy's, Little Busy's got some skills. So I wanted to hear that. There, there's a, uh, a it's, it's a, a personal Cecil West question for you, for Cecil West, like the Cecil West. What, because I, I don't, I don't feel nearly any of the Bone, the Beyond the Harmony uh, stuff. And I know you feel like 99% of it. What was it like? going into that Cecil West account, because I don't know, I don't know your path, I don't log into your account. Was it hammered? Like, did you have a, a, a boatload of messages or was it just kind of here and there? Yeah, what was that like? yeah, yeah, I got a, I got a ton of messages. I feel bad that I have so many messages. Um, I got a lot of messages. Uh, let's see, how many friend requests? I have 359 friend requests. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's a lot, you know. Uh, I I feel bad. I feel bad that uh, I went on hiatus. But but like I said, I I also felt like it was it was getting stale. This was a good conversation, but this is why I didn't want to kick it off into another another season because you know it's just not ready yet. We're not ready to be there, um, but I also felt like we've been sitting too long, and uh, you know, I just I just wanted to get in touch. I don't I don't know how 
the next time we'll do this. This is why I didn't want to jump into a season, you know, because I'm not ready to commit to, and we've talked about it on the show, like how much it takes to pull this off. I'm not ready yeah. to commit to a season. Yeah, same here. I, I couldn't, at this point, I, I couldn't, like there's no way I could commit. At this point, like, you know, maybe once I get some stuff cleared out, but uh, like you found me on the right day, the right time that I actually had, Time to do it all the, all the, it's throughout this whole thing between brother clay and Excel calling me. And then you, uh, you hit me up. You've been finding the exact right moments to catch me at right. The right time where I had time to do this. And it's good. Yeah. Like this felt it's the good same man. for me. It's the yeah, same for it, me. Like we're, we're about to, I, I kept telling you, we're about to hit the road again. And then who the fuck knows, you know, when I'll be available. Exactly. Yeah. I'm hitting the road too. So it's, uh, there's no, this was like, today was like the only day we could really do this and we did it and uh, it's been cool, man. Like we, we've had six months of, of beyond the harmony stuff. And, and, you know, during Cecil's, uh, the, the six month hiatus, you know, I, I was able to keep up with him in a one way communication through like his uh, presentations to uh, his fan base. So, you know. I was able to keep up that way. I didn't want to bother the guy too much because I knew how much he had on his plate just by watching it. Like I'd gauge like, all right, today's not the day to hit up Cecil West with some bone. He's not trying to think about any bone right now. He's trying to make, build the kingdom. So, um, you know, uh, that's how it's yeah. been, but it's been, but I haven't really been able to keep up with bone either as much as I want. I did hear the albums. I went to the concert I've dropped, uh, you know, videos here and there. I've been talking with Brother Clay and Excel Beats and D-Hawk and all them. D-Hawk's a real cool cat. He's got a real cool business plan. Um, but overall, it's been work, man. Work and travel, work and travel. Great to be back on Beyond the Harmony tonight. Great to talk to Cecil West tonight, chopping it up with the Bone fans, the Beyond the Harmony fans, catching you guys up on six months, letting you guys know we're still here. We're still doing it. We still got plans to come back. It's just not right now. But we will have little tiny, um, you know, releases here and there to keep peppering it through breadcrumbs. Uh, I, I, I want to do some album reviews. Album reviews don't require too much investment at the time. Um, I also have a special one coming. So I do have a couple ideas. It'd be nice for us to get back into some giveaways. Um, I wish I didn't send my Busy Bone book to you because I, I, I realize now I want to narrate that. Cause I, I did narrate a couple pages in it. So if you want to photograph some pages, I'll do a narration of like a chapter just to see how that goes. Um, there's plenty to still do with Beyond the Harmony. Also, you know, you know, maybe we were hoping somebody would take up the, the, the mantle while we were gone and, and give us a reason to, to light some fire in our, our behinds to get back. Um, I haven't seen much. Uh, maybe I'm missing it. I know crazy's got a new podcast show. So uh, things are going, things are still going. Bone keeps moving. We got all these bone albums. It's a good time to be a bone fan, believe it or not. And I think we need to realize uh, the efforts they're going flesh keeps coming out with stuff. Uh, so we, we got a lot. We need to be appreciative of all of these releases that we got. Um, it's fulfilling three, three and a half albums, four albums with lost and found. And five, if you include this bull crap, uh, lost, uh, no, uh, nothing left to prove album. John, we will see what the future holds for Bone Thugs and Harmony, for Beyond the Harmony, for everything else that we've talked about tonight. 
In the meantime, my name is Cecil West. On behalf of Beyond the Harmony, with, of course, the one and only Jonathan Lippy. And this is Beyond the Harmony. We'll see you when we see you. <laughs>